Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a big Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville. 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And come hang out with us on this Friday and join the chat gang on YouTube. Pirate Radio TV, make sure you are subscribed. Give us a like and uh, ride along with us here on a Friday, a busy news day and an awesome sports weekend. I hadn't been uh, this excited for a sports Saturday in a long time, and I'll tell you why in just a moment. Uh, We got uh, that on the way. We got a lot of guests to get to coming up in about 40 minutes. We will talk to the newest member of the Cleveland Guardians organization, former ECU pitcher Carter Spivey. We'll talk about him signing a contract with the Guardians and uh, his playing days here at ECU, his playing days with the Florence Yowls and everything in between with Spives coming up later on in the show. We've got NFL playoff picks to make. Regular season standings are in. We have a tie. Clip Rock and Young Joey tied for the lead with 152. Tony Dunn, seven back at 145. DB. Tie? Tie? It is a tie, Gully. DB with 137. And Sean in the rear, 18 games back of first at 134. That's where I like to be. Mm-hmm. In the rear. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will make playoff picks. Tony Dunn, C3 Podcast, will join us. We'll talk uh, a little <laughs> Panthers news as well and uh, get you ready for Super Wild Card Weekend. Morgan Aylers will join us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Brian North will join us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Mark Greenhelge will join us on the Pirate Radio Live line on this packed Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. And uh, maybe Greg Hudson along the way as well. T, uh, TBD on that one, uh, but man, what a what a news week in the sports world, namely from a coaching standpoint. And we've got more news and chatter coming out at this hour. Uh, by the way, Shirley Rhodes is here on a Friday. Uh, Alex Harper wearing his Austin three sixteen shirt. So I'm going to uh, be careful when talking what? to him today. I'm a little nervous uh, with Austin. With, austin over there harper over there uh and sean is here just smiling just like just excited it's a friday i'm just giddy i'm just very giddy today it's friday i'll tell you why i'm giddy i'll go and start there this uh there's gonna be way better sports days in the calendar year in 2024 think about ecu opening up a new football season the excitement that'll be <clears throat> opening day at clark leclerc regional at clark leclerc Super regional at Clark LeClaire. 
Those are great sports days. Conference tournament time for EC basketball. The Thursday in the NCAA tournament. Like, there's going to be a whole lot better sports days. But for my money, this uh, Saturday is going to be the best sports day of the year so far. And why is that? Because we'll start at around noon, flip on a, a college basketball game of your choosing, whatever. Four o'clock, head over to Menji's Coliseum, East Carolina taking on SMU. Pirates coming off two straight wins. Pirates coming off a road win, a double-digit road win. Chance to win three in a row, taking on SMU. What's better than being a home underdog in Menji's Coliseum? Absolutely nothing. Feed it to me. I don't need any silverware. Tell them to bring me my money. Feed it to my face. Home underdog. Should be a good crowd. I'm very excited for it. Game over. 6.05. Uh, pulling out around 6.15. Stop in at a sports bar of your choosing. AJ's tiebreakers. Buck. You got a lot of options. Are you doing that? Uh, probably not because I'll have Lily with me. But you can. I probably will. And watch the second half of texans browns who needs to watch the first half of that game Uh, nobody nobody second half that's when the magic happens and then chandler you get settled in for a little what i like to call a little nightcap oh a little night a little capper (laughs) a little capper a little tua versus mahomes in kansas city i mean don't that just sound like a great day that sounds like a fun-filled day. Are you not excited? No, I am. I really am. Uh, you just planning my day out for me tomorrow. Excitement time. Excitement time. <clears throat> so that is my recommended schedule for you on Saturday. And I'll be doing a lot of those things. Maybe not all, but uh, a lot. You just went down the itinerary. I did. I'm uh, I'm Jack, man. I'm excited. Uh, call me Hugh, because I'm Jack, man. <laughs> Uh, Shirley, <laughs> do you want to play some sound bites? Sure. All right, Steve wants to hear some. Okay, hang on. Steve says HFMFs. HF to you, my friend. All my right. Friend. Uh, Clipper! Clipper! A burgly, a Go Gator! Go Gator! Go Gator! It was in the man section! It was in the man section! I'm a former long snapper. Year. I'm a former long snapper. So. I want me some glory hole. <laughs> I want me some glory hole. Swinging dingers. Oh, where are you, swinging dingers? Swinging dingers. <sighs> All right. All right. My guy. Oh, which one? My guy. My guy. My guy. What's up, my guy? What's up, my guy? What's up, my guy? Here is uh that. Oh, gotta go to the next place. Here is uh that. Ric Flair. Woo! Uh, I want to shake your hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Family. 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 Boy, that was 100%. Well done, Shirley. Mm-hmm. And thank you for that, Steve. Alex, did you enjoy that? It was fun. We should yeah. beat off. We need to coach <laughs> Ruff. I'm sorry. I know we're excited on this Friday. <laughs> I'm excited about tomorrow, Coach. We're going to stay up forever, man. Uh, Shirley. <laughs> Hey, it's good looking. <laughs> Shirley, can Sorry. you hit? I'm a former long snapper again. I'm a former long snapper. So- now, Alex, in that same kind of tone, can you say, I'm a current long snapper? 
I'm a girl long snapper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we got that for All right, now we got that. Okay, yep, well, we'll get that one in there. Thank you, A-Harp, for that. For, uh, There's local politics, bud. That there is. That. Speaking of local politics, whole Naylor show debuted on Pirate Radio on Thursday. Yesterday. And we'll play it again tonight, by the way. Uh, shout out to uh, the Pirate Nation. Uh, they are <laughs> watching it in droves on YouTube. That is very good to see so you can watch it on the tubes of you you can download it uh wherever you get your podcast you can hear it on pirate radio at six o'clock i did want to play a clip from that oh hold on and we'll do that in a moment yeah wants to play a clip give me one second i just i didn't load that up i was busy doing some no, got, look, it, got, it, got 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 it. Just take your time. All right. I got it. He talks about the uh, quarterback situation from last year with East Carolina. East Carolina. East Carolina. And here's how it sounded. You go 2-10, and ten and uh, fourth drive of the season, Alex Flynn's in, who has – we also were there. Um, Alex Flynn was totally fine with being the third-string quarterback, getting his master's and eventually getting his doctorate. Like, that was Flynn's – I've had conversations with Flynn. He was good with that. He never expected to be – I'm not going to say expected because Flynn is a competitor just like you. He works super, super hard. Probably the smartest quarterback I've I've ever been around. But if you asked him when – 2022, what do you think that you'll be playing fourth drive of the season or third drive of the season in front of 106,000 at Michigan? Would he have said yes? He would have laughed in your face. And then he was, <laughs> and that's what happened. And I don't. Do I think that was the right decision? No. And I'm not hitting on Coach Houston. I think Coach Houston's the right guy for the job. I mean, I love Coach Houston to death, and I'm very close with him. I might get on the staff one day and help coach. But like, was it the best decision to put all your eggs in Mason's basket and then kill his confidence by taking him out the third drive of the of the season? No, probably not. Uh, Holden Naylor's talking with Caden Norman, Jack Powers, Drew Dotter about the situation at quarterback for East Carolina last year. They went into more detail on that and had a lot of great discussions. And if you haven't heard it yet and you're a Pirate fan and want to know the inner workings of ECU football, I would recommend you checking it out. He's keeping it real, just like he promised he would when we were having him on this show promoting this uh, this new launch. And uh, they kept it real yesterday. I, did you guys hear that uh, Holton said this on his show yesterday um, that he almost went to a Big Ten school because of a former coach here at East Carolina? I did not. Who would that former coach be at a Big Ten school? Former coach while he was here or mm-hmm. previous? He was here. <sighs> Don't think too hard about this. Who is? It? He thought about going to Maryland. Oh damn! I forget Maryland's in the freaking Big Ten. I was like Midwest. Who we got? <laughs> Michigan State, <laughs> Iowa. Uh, so interesting. They had uh, to his brother those years. Yep. Which, by the way, he just transferred. But he thought about going there. Yep. He was contacted. He was contacted, and uh, Coach Mo obviously went there to be the offensive coordinator. And he said, Hold Nailers, you, you are, are the real, the real deal. deal. You are the real quarterback. Uh, but stayed here. Uh, Jamie says the clips of Clip talking about nuts earlier this week. Great sound bites. Shirley is uh, starting to get in the live. In the live. 
job and work on a new open so maybe you could add some nuts talk to that Shirley. by the way jamie comes in today jamie one of our uh top chat gang members if i'm making a chat gang hierarchy he is at the top yeah you know? he's for uh, sure he's on the top of that list yesterday i called him out for his whining today steve uh puts out all those sound bites to play what does jamie say does jamie move on nope does jamie say it's a new day nope i'm gonna go back to being old jamie sports fan indiana sports guy nope nope he says stop whining steve did you go to bed last night still thinking about that to which steve replies it's what i do best and jamie says me too i guess my god jamie jamie softer than a tissue for a baby tissue what is wrong with you man, this week? Man, get a grip, man. Come on, dude. Quit whining about us saying that you were whining yesterday. I can't take... It's called a tissue. <laughs> I can't take emo Jamie anymore. Snap <laughs> out of it. Where are you? <laughs> oh, I'm so we sorry. <laughs> Jeez Louise, man. It's like just draining me. Watching your comments float through on YouTube. They might as well have cry emojis. I know what's wrong. What is it? Colts are not in the playoffs. He's upset about that win. He's upset that instead of giving it to Jonathan Taylor, they gave it to some other guy. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yep. He's upset, man. Let the man grieve. Let the man whine. Let the man whine about us saying that he whined. I, I mean, look, sometimes I get in that mood. I get it. I'm just telling them to snap out of it. It's Friday, man. It's a. I just set up an awesome sports Saturday. Now, I think there are things to be excited about from a sports standpoint. 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 Uh, East East Carolina. East Carolina. Alex Harper. Alex right. Harper. Looks like he's getting a new teammate. Yes. A new quarterback. Jake Garcia. One Garcia out. One Garcia in. <laughs> Push away the pasta. Bring back the pasta. <laughs> Push away the pasta. Bring in the lo mein. Bring in the ziti. <laughs> bring uh, in the gabagool. And I think Brian Bailey said it earlier this week. Sets up for a very interesting spring. We'll be following uh, practice and spring ball a tinge closer this year because uh, of some battles that will be going on. Alex, are you in a battle, or is your job waiting for you? I don't think that's for me to say. Ooh, I, I got great a, answer. That's got, a great answer. I got to earn it every single day. That's Damn. right, just like you do here. What an absolute great answer. Nothing's you, promised. Man, this guy. This guy's good. Man. This guy's polished. It's a polished gentleman. I think it was because that one week we requested to interview him during the season. And he knocked out that interview, and since then, he's just been skilled on the mic. That was the first time I've been interviewed in my whole life. <laughs> all right, get, all right, your, what was your reaction? Well, first of all, let's, hold on, before we get there, how long did we talk about doing that, John? At least for like, I don't, I don't remember what week of the season it was, but very early on in the season, we were like, hey, we got to have you interview the long snapper. That would make sense, right? I mean, yeah. And was, you were like, I know Alex. It was let's, quite a while. I was like, yeah, I know him personally. If you can request him. Um, then, uh, you know, we'll talk to him. And we requested you, and sure enough, we got you. So, I guess Malcolm Gray, is he the one that contacts everybody and says, all right, so what was your reaction when you heard that? So, uh, 
Jake Kirkendall, our DFO, is the one who uh, messaged me first. My instant reaction was, why would they want to interview me? <laughs> and then I realized Chandler Honeycutt works at Pi Radio, and I was like, oh, so this is a bit, but I'm in for it. <laughs> well, it was, it was half bit, half legit, if I may rhyme, yeah. all the time. So a bit. That's the great thing, though. You you played along, but again, we weren't like joking on you or anything. And you also like, no, not real. on me. Yeah. No. And it's also like you didn't just come to us and then do the interview and leave. You actually talked to like the media <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Like you came and talked to yeah. I mean, if I'm a, there already, a scrum of uh, media folks. How'd that go? Pretty good. Yeah. Interviewed I, by a bunch of people. Yeah. I mean, you're you're probably sitting there going, "What am I doing here?" <laughs> I was like, I know this is going to get like 12 views on YouTube when they post it, and it's all going to be family and friends. Yeah. Chandler's family and friends, and your family and friends. Yeah. Robert says, long snappers make great politicians. Who knew? Jamie says, interesting question, can Alex tell us the NIL rate for long snappers? I don't know how much you want to divulge, but you... you I don't think I'm allowed to disclose that. Yeah, okay. It is not much. Right. I, I appreciate every single cent. Sure, yeah. Get um but you uh look how about you decide that jamie why don't you start a nil with uh with alex harper long i'm open yeah please he's available <laughs> he is uh absolutely available kenny says i don't have to get rid of the my Jar- my garcia jersey now are you good you're good are you all right i'm i'm drew and great <laughs> why do you ask um I wonder if he'll wear 10. If he does wear 10, that'd be crazy. 10. 10. Y'all ever watch Dancing with the Stars? No. 10. Do not. Do you? I. My grandma and my mom used to watch it. My grandma used to watch it. Bruno Tagnoli. Just own it. 10. Just own it. Yeah. It's okay. You watch it. You love it. It's your favorite show. The only thing I've seen is... Uh, Jeff Ross, when he was on one year, he roasted everybody up there. That's the only clip of Dancing with the Stars I've seen. And it was pretty good. So I, I mean, if you watch one episode, you're a Dancing with the Star fan for life. Well, I didn't watch an episode. I watched a clip on the tubes of you. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We got Spives at 340. When we return, we'll talk a little Pirate Hoops. Hear what Mike Schwartz had to say earlier today. ECU, SMU. Be there or be square. And guess what? I'm a I'm a rhombus. <laughs> okay. I'm a I'm a hexagon. I'm a sexagon. <clears throat> I'm a sextagon. I'll be there. You gonna be there? I ain't no square. Alex, you gonna be there? No, I won't be. All right, square. Sadly. Shirley, you gonna be there? No. All right. You're square. Hey, that's Go Pirates, though. All squares in that room. Non-squares, triangles. Uh, Roombas. 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 Rhombus? A Roomba is a machine that <laughs> vacuums your house. It's right, automatic it's vacuum circular, cleaner. Which is why I was saying. I'm a Roomba. Okay. Okay. That's why I was going for the... What is a 10-sided object? Ooh. Uh, I'm Dec- gonna, Decagon? That's what I was going to say. Oh, Decagon. I was thinking Pentagon, but yeah, Decagon. That would be right. five. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Friday after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. You can take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and enjoy... What are you doing? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Take a trip. Uh, where am I? Uh, take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now, let's head back in to PRL as soon as Clip gets back in his chair. Here is your host, Lip Brock. I was looking for, uh, I was going to start a new bit on the show. And that would be? I was looking for something to break. Anybody have anything I can break? Uh, they don't mind? Chandler, can I break your computer? There's a cookie in there if you want one. Yeah, you can break a cookie or a Funyun. Hey, give me a Funyun. Okay, hold on. Huh, let me get a Funyun in here. I, uh... Not a big fan of the Funyuns. Oh, you? really? Yeah. I love them. Shirley got some Funyuns. But here's what I'm going to do. Thank you, Shirley. Mm-hmm. Every time we have breaking news now, we got to break something. All right? You in? All right. So here we go. Oh, that sounded good in the mic. Dude, dude. that's like some ASMR right there. Let me do that again. Man! All right, turn your radios up. I promise we won't play anything loud for the next five seconds. Turn them up as loud as you can get it. Here we go. That wasn't good. Can I try that? Yeah, go ahead. Give it a shot. I'm going to turn your mic up. Oh, that was a good one. Breaking news. Been a lot of breaking news on the show this week. Kalen DeBoer has informed Washington officials he has taken the job at alabama oh this man. according to pete dammel so we had the breaking news on wednesday wednesday day that nick saban would be retiring two days later alabama has their guy who is it alabama just said who it was oh it was you did i read the whole tweet Kalen DeBoer has informed Washington officials he's taking the job at Alabama. Man. I only have one question. Who is it? (laughs) Who is that? (laughs) Interesting. Remember we went over the list of Saban leaves from the tree? Mm -hmm. I I don't think he has any ties to anything. Now, I know Dan Lanning was up there. Uh, uh, Apparently... Uh, Florida State dude that was in Memphis. Mike Norvell. Norvell. uh, Maybe landing as well. A lot of guys are getting paydays because of this. Like, hey. They're uh, like, you're not going to Alabama. Here's money. Yeah. Uh, Kalen DeBoer. Got to be honest. I didn't know this guy's name before this year. He was the Fresno State head coach from 20 to 21. 2022 to President Washington. He was not there long. And I'm sure. I haven't even looked. You can verify. I bet Jamie has said something about Indiana in the chat. Huh, not yet. Not yet. Um, He was the Indiana offensive coordinator quarterbacks coach in 2019. 
So he has been his easternmost job at this point. He was born in South Dakota. He played at Sioux Falls. What's more east, uh, Southern Illinois or Eastern Eastern Michigan? Definitely uh, his most eastern job, and has not says it in the name. Been in the uh, the South at all? So this is interesting. Interesting move bringing him in to the SEC. Yeah, he is not one of the good old boys in the SEC. Big shoes to fill for Kalen. Big Nick Saban's shot. My goodness, good. I am struggling today. My bad. Is that? that chill honeycutt over there <laughs> i got a little bit of the mush mouth going today <laughs> unfortunately my favorite character in fat albert and i've got a lot of crushed up funyuns in front of me now which i didn't think this through <laughs> to throw those away all right there is your breaking news um i wanted to do an exercise too we'll get to mike schwartz we got to get to carter spivey so earlier today i saw a video of uh, frank the tank swimming going over every world series ever oh. winners losers and how many <laughs> games they played and i was like that is amazing that's insane um and i said i want to do that with super bowls okay and i want to start i was like where should i start mm. i think i'm gonna start with washington's last one and i Chandler is a host of sports trivia, competitor sports trivia, everything I do here. I hope I've got enough goodwill with you to say that I I am a man of integrity. Yes. I have not looked this up once today. Okay. Hand to God. Uh, I wanted to go off the dome. I have thought about it a little bit. And at some point, I'm going to need your help. Because... I'm good for about a decade or 15 years, and then... The recent ones you forget? Yeah, I feel like we can go all the way, though. Let's go all the way. Chat gang, uh, you can help us out as well. But let's... uh, The 92 Super Bowl, so 91 season, 92 Super Bowl, Redskins beat the Bills. 93, and this one... I know it's Cowboys. Did the Cowboys beat the Bills back-to-back years? For right now, I'm going to say Cowboys, Bills, 93 and 94. 95 was the Niners hammering the Chargers. 96 was Cowboys, Steelers, Neil O'Donnell throwing the game. 97... Packers was Brett Favre over the Patriots. Ninety-eight was this one's for John Broncos over Packers. Ninety-nine Broncos over Falcons. 2000 Rams Titans Titans Touchdown Titans Rams Titans Dyson was one yard short 01 Ravens over G-Men 02 Patriots Alright now you're picking up speed Over Rams 
Now you're picking up speed. I'm a, a okay, but hang on. Oh, Patriots over Rams. Oh three. Panthers. Patriots. No. That was the 0304 season. I think you're right. Um. Okay. 03. Did the Patriots beat the Eagles before or after the, the Patriots? Uh, e- Patriots Eagles was uh 0405. Okay, I thought okay. All right. Oh, 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 oh. Raiders Bucks. Bucks over Raiders. 03. Yeah, man. <laughs> there you go, man. I was hoping you would remember. So we got Pats over Panthers, 04. And then we got Pats over Eagles, 05. And then uh, we got Peyton. No, this is Steelers, Seahawks. Yep. Fast Willie. I should have known that. Longest touchdown run in Super Bowl history. Because Washington won a playoff game that year. Steelers over Seahawks. Then we get to Peyton over the Bears. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yeah, never mind. 08, Patriots, G-Men. Giants over Pats. Okay, now let's just talk for a minute because we've got we got to get to uh, Packers over all right so oh nine and then there's a cardinals uh, uh yes but cardinals let's, let's wait for... we're talking right now okay we're not we're not picking a game we're talking i'm just t- let me talk for a second was it Packers steelers the super bowl who did aaron Rodgers beat uh Packers steelers but that At, wasn't until I... sorry Ste- and then we got steelers talking we have a steelers cardinals in there too that's yeah is uh, that what we want to go here no saints ah saints go marching saints come marching in saints over colts and then 10 is that where we're gonna put rogers no that's where we're gonna put big ben to san antonio Holmes. yep Ste- over kurt warner steelers over cardinals 11 is where we're going to put Packers over Steelers. Steelers. Oh, man. All right. 12, I'm going to say, is uh, G-Man. Yes. Over Patriots. Yep. 13, Ravens. It was the I was going to say, Bowl. let's talk, but uh, we're at we're Har- Harbaugh Har- territory. Har- Harbaugh Bowl. All right. So we're going to go Ravens over Niners. Jacoby Jones, 109 yards. This is where it's going to start to, uh, I got, I which got it you. already started for me. I had a. I got you, buddy. All right, fourteen. So this will be the thirteenth season. Down. Beat down. What's a beat down? Oh, uh, Seahawks and Seahawks Broncos throttled the Broncos. Okay. Fifteen. Peyton it, Manning. Nope. Fifteen is the pick where they should have ran with Marshawn Lynch. Seahawks and Patriots. Okay. Oh, because Manning beat the Panthers. Panthers. I should have known that. 16. 16. Yeah. All right. 17. Ooh. Oh, the comeback. Patriots. Pats over Falcons. Falcons. 18. That would be Eagles. Fly, Eagles, Eagles fly. get their first Super Bowl. 19. All 
All right, we've oh, got no, 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 no. we've got some Chiefs in there somewhere. All right, th- that's Patriots over the Rams. One of the most boring Super Bowls of all time. Okay, twenty. Mm. Let's yeah, let's work backwards. Hold on now. So last year the Chiefs won. Chiefs Eagles. Alex, you want to jump in on this? On twenty. Well, we're we're twenty through twenty two. Twenty two is uh, Rams over Bengals. Twenty one is. Uh, We've got another Chiefs in here. Yeah, no, it's Chiefs Chiefs Bucks twenty one. Okay, and then twenty. And then twenty is before COVID. Oh man! Oh, uh, Chiefs and Forty uh, ers Chiefs have won three. Yes. All right. Chiefs and Forty ers There we go. I don't. We probably could have done this just like off the air, us hanging out. <laughs> I don't know if that was fun for the radio audience, but we did just go from the ninety-one, ninety-two season to the twenty-two, twenty-three. I season. did not help out in the nineties at all. No, I needed you late. <laughs> I needed you mid to late. I did help. I did start helping about oh three, oh four. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I've got the nineties down pat. I remember those Super Bowls. These other ones uh, all start to kind of run together. Um, Kenny says we should use the Stone Cold Steve Austin breaking glass sound for breaking news. Not a bad idea. Good idea. What? See, I don't, I don't like what era Stone Cold. You don't? What? <laughs> exactly. The perfect response. I liked uh, previous to that Stone Cold. All right. Um, a little brain exercise there. that was fun was it i had fun that, i did i think that was for us a lot of things we do for the viewers listeners out there that you know sometimes you got to do one for yourself right you got to look out for that was fun one. we'll return the favor and give you a good interview with carter spivey coming up next let's take a break we'll come back talk to spives he'll join us here on the pirate radio live line more to go on pirate radio live on a friday back with you after this I don't feel the way I've ever felt I know Gonna smile and not get worried I try but it shows You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, pirate fans. Did you know that there are thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DOLL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. I am fuming right now absolutely fuming okay just Why? had a segment where we named all the super bowl winners remember when we got to about 09 i said all right let's 
let's pump the brakes a little let's talk let's not just let's not list let's let's talk it over let's chat about these games because i'm seeing a an aaron Rodgers versus the steelers i'm seeing santonio holmes versus the cardinals there's a saints colts in there but Chandler, these young, this young generation wants it immediately. They want it now. They don't want to talk it through. Well, they uh, grew up in a Twitter society. Exactly. Everything's now, now, now. Got to have it now. No need to talk. No need to have face-to-face conversations. Well, guess what? We got... Uh, we mixed up, too. And this this list I put together is useless now. It's a farce. All that for absolutely nothing. The list is listless. I am so mad at Chandler right now. But you, we have a guest to get to. You you, you should cut the mic off. <laughs> cut your mic off! No, 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 no. <laughs> Carter Spivey joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Not much has changed, Carter, since uh, you've last been here at Pirate Radio. Congratulations to you, man. How you doing, buddy? I appreciate that. I'm doing well. How about uh, how about yourself? Yeah, we're uh, you're getting through some family squabbles, but we're all right this way. So, Carter, let's uh, talk about the awesome news from the week. Uh, contract picked up uh, in a signed contract with the Cleveland Guardians organization. So, Carter, uh, tell us. Uh, and Austin Knight uh, talked to him yesterday kind of gave us a little bit on how that went down because he said uh you gave him a call and uh had a conversation with him but how did it all go down uh, and and where were you when you got the news yeah so uh for the the past few months i've been uh living in charlotte i'm working out at a baseball performance uh facility out here called tread athletics and um you know, been been throwing bullpens and stuff. And the uh, the Friday before Christmas, I threw a bullpen and was you know, 94 to 96. And you know, sent that out to to some people, and the uh, the Guardians responded. And you know, things just kind of took off from there. And then fast forward, probably about 10 or so days from uh, from then, and uh, got a call. Well, I was actually at the grocery store to get, get some groceries, so it was a little, little, little awkward. But um, you know, they they offered me a contract, and uh, uh, when I tell you I was speechless, I mean it was it was a dream come true. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'd be at the grocery store, and the guy beside you uh, on aisle nine is getting a call from the Cleveland Guardians. I can say I've never heard that one before uh, in a grocery store. Uh, Carter, you you played, uh, and it had to be cool to play with your your college teammates with the Florence Yalls. And at that point, when you're playing there, you're you're just trying to what extend your career, do whatever you can to keep pitching, get eyeballs on you, and and at the same time have fun. I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a blast out there. It was a, a good group of guys to be around, a, a fun, a fun place to, to keep playing baseball. And, um, like I said, I mean, I enjoyed it. Got to play with Big Hoove and, uh, Benny T. And, uh, like I said, I enjoyed it and obviously pitched pretty well. Yeah. Was able to, to continue that into the off season. And, you know, you know, all things, uh, happen for a reason. So that's kind of the, uh, the motto I've been, been living by. So we're sitting here now uh, on January 12th. Carter Spivey joining us. What is your, have they given you uh, an itinerary, Carter, what you need to be ready for as far as the schedule goes uh, with Cleveland? Yeah, so I'm going to fly out to Arizona, I believe, February 24th. Um, Then do like physicals and stuff on the 25th. And then spring training starts on the 26th. And then the uh, actual games, I believe, start 
uh, March 8th and, uh, you know, go from there. Have you talked to uh, to Gavin, obviously, who's made the show, but even guys like uh, like Jake Agnos or, or other pitchers that are kind of fighting their way in the minors right now, just about what to expect. Uh, you talked to any uh, any former Pirates? Oh, yeah, I talked to him. Gavin was one of the first people I talked to. I sent him a, sent him a text and also talked to uh, to Trey Benton and yeah. you know, got a little advice from them and just, you know, talking a little bit, just what to expect and, you know, just just catching up with them it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun being out there with them and also talk to uh to zach agnos a little bit because he's out in arizona too or will be out in arizona and looking forward to, to seeing him out there and catching up with him too and man you mentioned 94 to 96 uh that talks that certainly raises eyebrows uh what were you hitting uh, at ecu consistently carter during your career uh i was usually like 91 93 maybe hitting a 94 every now and then but usually 91 93 what was the uh how'd you get from there to 94 96 what have you been doing as far as putting in the work yeah so once the uh the off season started in early september i was actually in greenville uh working out and uh you know throwing with with josh Groves and i uh, was working out with with youngs over at uh youngs pt and uh with womack over there too but talked to uh the the baseball strength coach Dennis Wilson and got a plan together got stronger in the weight room put on weight um got more flexible uh and then when I got to to Charlotte was working on you know maximizing uh you know my body in terms of in terms of pitching like moving faster and being more efficient when I'm on the mound so uh, I'd say it all it all worked out pretty well for me Carter Spivey joining us, extending his baseball career as a member of the Cleveland Guardians organization, and uh, very excited for Carter and all the former Pirates who are playing, uh, going to play some minor league baseball and uh, major league baseball and spring training. Uh, Carter, as you look back now, we are very excited, obviously, for Trey Savage, uh, for Zach Root. I think Wyatt Lunsford Shankman uh, has a big year coming. We love DB, uh, Danny Bill, what he does out of the bullpen. Who are I don't know anybody maybe under the radar right now you think could be uh, the next big name at East Carolina pitching wise uh, that you you leave behind. I mean, Trey is unbelievably gross. I mean uh, that he's got a bright future for sure. Same with same with Zach Root. Um, but I think an underrated name could be could be Chris Kaler. He's a transfer mm. from uh, from GW and uh, just working with him in the uh, or like being around him in the fall. I uh, got to know him a little bit, and he's a really good guy. He's a hard worker, and he's really smart. So I think he could be a uh, a big-time pitcher this year for the Pirates. Carter Spivey joining us. Carter, we, we've talked about it with you a number of times. You're probably sick of talking about it, but it is, uh, it's your story. It's part of your story. The struggles early on to the AAC Pitcher of the Year to now professional baseball. So you got an awesome story uh, that, that you can tell a lot of people and kids struggling and, and things like that, and, and you lived it. So uh, it's just got to be it's, – it's rewarding, one thing, to be at the level where you are, but to kind of go through what you went through, does that make it even sweeter for you absolutely but i mean i couldn't have done it without you know all the the coaches at ecu i had had a ton of help throughout the years um you know play with great teammates was able to learn from them um win with them it was you know i i couldn't have done it myself um and i know a lot of a lot of stuff behind the scenes might not get get recognized but i'd like to to take a moment to 
to thank everybody that I've played with and that's coached me and helped me along the way because I wouldn't be here without them. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Carter, what is uh, the day-to-day life like for a uh, pro pitcher before you go out to Arizona? What are you uh, working on day-to-day? How much are you working the arm? How much are you resting the arm? What's it like for you day in, day out? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm throwing basically every week or every day, um, working out three times a week, uh, throwing pens, um, you know, just, just getting my work in and keep keep working to, to improve little things every day that'll help me get better. Carter Spivey joining us, uh, Cleveland Guardians organization. And uh, Carter, we wish you the best of luck, man. Enjoyed getting to know you a little bit and talking with you. A uh, very mature young man, and I uh, enjoyed our conversations. And we wish you uh, the best of luck. Can't wait to see you on the diamond. I appreciate that. All right, Carter Spivey joining us today on Pirate Radio Live, another former Pirate in the pros. That is awesome to see joining um, Gavin Williams with that Cleveland Guardians organization. And, boy, Gavin, I don't know. Let's uh, let me Google up uh, Guardians pitching rotation. Gavin's got to be up there top half of that, right? One, two. Can't be the opening day starter, can he? Um but the uh, the Guardians love what they have in Gavin Williams and hopefully will like what they uh, see in Carter Spivey to where he can, uh, can be a big-time uh, force for them, maybe moving up the ranks in minor league baseball. All right, uh, we got to get to Tony Dunn. Before we get there in hour two, because we still got to get to Mark Greenheld, Brian North, uh, Morgan Aylers as well. I want to make sure we have time to get in some Mike Schwartz. Shirley, can we wrap up the hour with some Coach Schwartz as ECU gets ready for the SMU Mustangs? Big one, Saturday, 4 o'clock, Menji's Coliseum. Here's what Coach Schwartz had to say ahead of the game. Really good SMU team uh, coming in here. I think as good as a team as we've faced all season long. Uh, right, Honestly, I think they're a top 25 caliber team. You look at their schedule. Uh, I have so much respect for Rob Lanier, their coaching staff, and their players. Um, they, they're, they're sitting here at 10-5 and five with three one-possession losses, so could very well be 13-2 and two and have won games, you know, first Florida State, West Virginia, uh, just a really good team. The Memphis game, the first uh, conference game, I mean, had an opportunity to go into Memphis and win that game and obviously lost on the last second shot, so just a very, very good ball club. I know wins count all the same. They're all one win. But when you see a team that prides themselves on defense a lot like your team as a coach, do you get a little extra giddiness to measure yourself against a team that mirrors yours so much? I get a little bit more nervous about our offense. We play a team that is that good on defense. Um, no, they're, they're a great defensive team. I mean, 36% field goal percentage defense, holding teams. I mean, they're, they're top defensive team in the country, what they're doing uh, in terms of points allowed. Uh, field goal percentage, the way they guard the three-point line. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, obviously we just had practice and we really just got a one-day prep, a true one-day prep uh, versus them. But we know, again, this is as good as a team as we've seen all season and particularly on defense. Last game, it seemed you guys let up 10 offensive rebounds, but it seemed every offensive rebound you let up, it wasn't a quick bat, quick shot attempt. Your defense got set up and forced them to rerun their half-court offense. SMU offensive rebounds very well. Is there anything you can take from that game, or is it a total different situation because they don't get a lot of their offensive rebounds on the three ball? Great point. Exactly. Totally different situation. Temple was the highest volume three-point shooting team in the conference, number 13 in the country. We knew going into that game, long shots, long rebounds. So a lot of those rebounds 
We're around the elbow. We're at the three-point line. They were loose balls going away from the rim. We're about to play a team that's the 13th best offensive rebounding team in the country, and they do it with big forwards, big guards, post players, and they rebound around the basket, and they put it back in. So we understand what a challenge that is, but it is two totally different types of offensive rebounds. But in the end of the day, regardless of the defense that's played, you have to secure the defensive rebound, and it's going to be a real challenge for us you know, Saturday afternoon because of how good SMU uh, hits the offensive boards. Sounds like it's going to be a grind in Minji's coming up on uh, Saturday. Jeff Nadeau joined us yesterday, talked about how good of a defensive team SMU is. Pirates are uh, going to have to hit their shots, but it could be uh, could be a rock fight coming up. Uh, our defense intensity has to be there. Every possession uh, is going to matter if it is a lower scoring game. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. Tony Dunn. Man, a lot of NFL news and notes to talk about not even getting to the playoffs but coaching news uh front office news see what the latest is with the panthers and make our playoff picks when we return pirate radio live on a friday we're back with you after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by. For the house salad with grilled chicken, you can also try the half club sandwich with chips or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, Down on Main is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio, and you can join Down on Main every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street, in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Shirley Rhodes, Alex Harper in turning and moving up the ranks. His first day was Monday, right? And now he's basically running the video. He's getting a little assistance from Shirley and Sean, but running the thing by himself. Took off the training wheels. Chandler in here has a on-air personality. He's stewing right now. He's stewing? He looks like I'm stewing. I'm just uh, trying to figure out what went wrong here. I'll tell you what went wrong. You. I tried to have a conversation with you, but people your age can't have conversations anymore. It's your fault for listening to me. It's it's your fault. I'm not mad about the result. I'm mad about the process. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I'm like, sorry. I'm not mad we lost the game. I'm mad that you goofed off at practice all week. You mm. know what I mean? Especially I when I tried to... It's like the comparison is like calling a timeout and saying, hey, come over here. And then I'm like, no, uh-uh, let's go back out there. You just let's walk go. into the stands or something. <laughs> yeah. You just like walk across the court. Um. Anyway, Jamie, did I see yesterday in the chat you said you would fund a uh, Clip versus Chandler one-on-one basketball game? Because <laughs> I thought about that last night. 
and i don't want to be the guy that talks about something on the show and never does it i really want to do this so do you know where we could play chandler i'd rather do a shooting contest but a one-on-one would be fun it would make great video we could have glenn and jenny there getting different angles did i see you shooting basketball at like your mom's house or something your mom and dad's it was on a loop well, who are you? What does that matter? Because <laughs> I was like, I didn't. It's not. I was a, like, man. I like how he just comes Tony, right you. It's not a it camera not trick. A it literally <laughs> says how long the video is. I, I wasn't trying to. Trick I was anybody. like, gosh, this guy's just sinking. It's <laughs> sinking. Tony watched it for an hour and then realized, oh wait, dude, he's made eighty in a row. <laughs> it's like, why does the ball keep doing the same thing? Um, I don't want to play there because I feel like if I win, you would say it's because it's on you that have court. Home court. We need yeah, a neutral site. All right, so I used to live out in North End. And okay. They have a basketball court out there. Could um, we go there? I don't know. Is it outdoor? Like, I need a no, gym. It's like, indoor. We know enough gym. people where we could get in a gym. Can we not go over to Menji's, the practice facility? I don't know. I, I couldn't ask somebody. I'll say, hey, I, I'm friends. I can ask my good friend Mark Adams. I'm friends with uh, Name Redacted. Does that get me in? uh sun chase always had the best outdoor courts while i was at ecu says ryan i mean we could play outdoor we could street it up but i would say game goes to five by one because i'm gonna get tired very quick i'm concerned about it i'll be honest (laughs) i think we should have the nba on tnt guys out there too now this is getting big i'm trying to be realistic you cannot why can't you have a conversation i was with just me? joking take I, a joke okay i understand it's real I'm did sorry. you not w- i'm sorry that i just jokingly said i'm I, the nba on tv you're right we joke a lot but did charles you not, barkley come did you on not hear me say guys banging a dude <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll save this for another day no but i'm down i'm so down well jamie if you're funding it i guess you can decide the rules uh, what does the game go to? What is the funding needed? I it's like it. It's not needed, but <laughs> I like I'll it. Get, Anytime I, you got to pay me. The to funding ref. is a basketball. I think we should buy a new hoop for AJ's. Ah, uh, the mini hoops. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely uh, take. What some. if he just bought that and we did a shootout? After. See now, I, I would. I want to do the real deal. Okay. I think it'll be funny. I think people would watch hey. it you are the real deal i think if glenn could get then can you not have a conversation i'm surrounded by clowns right now i cannot have a real conversation i I just can't i'm trying and i'm sorry let's do this thing let's play basketball he says it's got to go to 11 oh god i'm dead (laughs) i'm not winning let's play 21 you know the odds serious statement by the way the odds where it's like first to five, first to ten, first to fifteen, you can bet on that. Like first to five, we're pretty even, I would say. Hell, I'm gonna even make myself the favorite. First to ten, you're the favorite. He's just gonna stand under the first basket. to fifteen. I might. I don't even have a line for me because I'm not making it that far. I'm gonna need oxygen. Uh, all right, I want to do this for real though. Okay. I want to do this. Let's do it. Okay. Nobody's hey. stopping you. How you doing, Tony? Good. Hey, Tony. Hey, can we get Tony in the picture? Intern guy? He's working on it. All right. Hey, take it easy on him, man. I asked him a question. Hey, can we get Tony in the uh, in the frame, please, sir? Intern guy. Hey, there he is. Uh, John says Gus Johnson on the call. What would that sound like, Chandler? That ghost clip off the glass. Rebound by Honeycutt. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. 
Tony, what is going on in Pantherland? Uh, the Do you have a coach? No. no. Do you have a GM? No. No. Okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the uh, commanders, by the way, hadn't brought this up. They brought in a, uh, and I don't know the position because I saw this week that it was not a GM position. It President a, of uh, football it, it operations. It is a GM position. I saw a tweet from a Washington reporter that said, "By the way, they're they're not bringing in a GM. They're bringing in a president. Well, this guy is their new GM. Uh, their new GM is what's his name? Did they get Adam Peters? Adam Peters, nice from San Fran. Nice. I think the non-GM position is that they hired someone to do this real quick. Uh, a guy from the Warriors." Yeah. They brought in a basketball dude. To be like football operations temporarily or something like that. So, uh, yeah, they bring in the Niners guy. Great. See, this is what I wanted the Panthers to do. This is what I'm upset about is the Panthers have come out and said that they're prioritizing the head coaching higher first, and then they're going to work on the GM. I saw your tweet on that. And I got a question, uh, but go ahead. And uh, what the commanders have done is move quickly swiftly uh, after a GM position. One, a guy that's really highly reputable that the Panthers interviewed in 2021 who I wanted and somehow isn't on their list of people to interview this time. Um, and they're they're going to hire this Adam Peters guy who has got a great track record with San Francisco and then they're going to hire their coach and then they're going to make their draft pick and that's what the order of operations is. Unfortunately, the Carolina Panthers does not like to follow that order of operations. Tony, years ago we had a conversation and I thought you said something radical, but you explained it quite well about firing a GM before or after the draft. Remember right. that conversation we had? And it like Well, I've had so many, but seemingly it would make sense to me to go ahead and fire your GM, bring in a guy to get ready for the draft. <laughs> I think you made the argument about like your draft stuff's like already complete at this point almost. Well, I mean, you really have your scouts in place who have been working throughout the year on all those scouting reports, right? And then all of that kind of prep work that you would think that you have been doing throughout the college football season, um, what's the staff going to look like? And how are you going – do you have your own guys that have been doing it on their own or something? And so that's, you know, kind of a difficult transition. But at that time, your argument was you'd rather almost fire a guy after the draft, right? Well, I mean, that's a possibility. For me, I think it's more about the order of just hiring the coach. Right, yeah. And for what I like is the idea, if I was an owner, what I would do is I would bring in a GM and I would say, go and get the coach that you want, that you believe that can put your vision into place. You want those guys to have a connection rather than just hiring two separate people. Because when you do it out of order, what happens is, is you don't know who's at fault when things go wrong. So... If you have a GM who hires the coach and then in three years you say, this coach isn't the pro- is the problem, it's not the personnel, then you get to say, well, you hired that coach, dude. Well, what if they're bringing in a uh, a Belichick or uh, a, I guess, Parcells at the time where he talked about he wanted to be the guy that bought the groceries and cooked the meal. Well, maybe, I guess maybe. you could. I mean, that's what it seems like a lot of these organizations are ready to do is cater to a coach and just give him the ultimate power. We did that with Rivera yeah. in Washington. And I think that's what the Panthers are going to do. If you prioritize your coach first, then what you're going to say is you're just going, we need to get a GM 
who can help you do what you need to do rather than I, I just like the idea of a GM being a guy who is the head person who's accountable and if it fails then you both fail together instead of going through what remember when Philly had all that wild stuff that was going on where people were talking behind each other's backs and trying to undermine each other you know, is that you always get these power dynamics when things start to fall apart. You saw it in Carolina this year when supposedly there's assistant coaches texting Tepper and saying, we think we should bench Bryce Young or vice versa. And so everybody starts to panic when things, when the ship's going down. And I think when you're all locked in together, then you just are all going down with the ship. So there's no need to throw each other under the bus. Well, both of our teams have a vacancy at head coach. Who is number one on y'all's list right now? Ryan Chandler, for a while, before we saw these recent openings, you Ben Johnson was ben your Ben Johnson name. was the guy on, on top of my list. You talked me into wanting him at Washington. He's an interesting pick, and I think uh, Washington has said that they want to hire him. They, I know, but you, they haven't been able to interview him yet, though. So he was my, my go-to choice, and then... Mike Vrabel gets right, right now. It's got to be Vrabel, and, then right? now, and, and now it's Mike Vrabel with him being out there in the open. I don't think Vrabel is going to happen for the Carolina Panthers because they just went through a coach who had been fired that was just a head coach, and you know it seems too much like what you just did. And and unfortunately, I know it's a defensive guy. Vrabel's been and very he's good. Had more success than Frank Wright as a head coach. Yeah, certainly. I mean. It, yeah, I mean, I guess just the playoffs, but not as a coordinator necessarily. I don't know what he was. He a coordinator with the Patriots when they were with Bill, Houston. Yeah. No, uh, he was with uh, Houston Texans. Okay. He was never with Belichick. I thought he was from his tree. Well, anyway, he definitely played for him, but I don't know about coach. Um, he was hired off the Texans. The name I like is. Well, one, they interviewed one guy that I do, I think is an intriguing name, and that is in, his name is Todd Todd Monken, who is the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. He's got Lamar playing so great, best season of his career, particularly from a quarterback perspective, was successful in college with UGA as they won two championships, and he was their offensive coordinator, so I feel like he can relate to both kind of the new game and the pros or at least but I mean that's just kind of an interesting one because I've been so high on the Ravens not necessarily attached to them Bobby Slow Slowick is the name that a lot of people are interested in and that's the offensive coordinator for uh, the Houston Texans and hey, he's you just got, did it with a rookie come do it with uh, with our guy now. yeah and he is kind of from that star-studded tree of Kyle Shanahan if you go back, he was on your squad. He was on that 2013. He's on one of them graphics that shows all the yeah. young guys. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and there are other names that are up there. I think the Mike. Mike McDaniel. Well, uh, Mike McDaniel. But then there's the guy that's from uh, Miami, their offensive coordinator. I don't know what his name is. Tom. It's a, it's a normal name. I can't remember it. We'll call him Bob Johnson. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, Tony, do you want a – an offensive head coach that can get with the quarter because you could always hire Vrabel and then bring in a great offensive mind and that's the guy that goes with Bryce Young but do you want your head coach to be that guy and then I remembered well Frank Reich is the 
quarterback guy. That you just well, had he that. just wasn't good at it though. I, yeah. And and here's the thing is right now I've been trying to avoid. Yes, I do want an offensive coach, and I think there's a real reason to have an offensive head coach, and that is when you find success that you don't have to start over. And when when a guy like Ron Rivera had success, he lost Sean McDermott, he lost his coordinators. If you look at what um, Sirianni lost two coordinators, but he's an offensive guy. Um, and I think it's easier for you to find kind of replacements for coordinators when you have an offensive head coach, those guys can come and go. Look at me and look at the Chiefs under Andy Reid. How many of his assistant coaches have moved on and done things like that? So I don't want to just say because Frank Reich didn't work, then we shouldn't be interested in an offensive coach. We could say that Frank Reich just didn't work, but I understand that it's not just as easy to say get an offensive coach and things are going to be okay. I got a name, Tony. A guy that Joe Brady has won two Super Bowls. <laughs> well, it is going to be a joke name. So, okay, uh, two Super Bowls as an assistant. He's won a couple of playoff games. Has a winning record as a head coach in the NFL. That guy is Jim Caldwell. It's he, time. He doesn't have to go far. <laughs> you wanted him last time. Why not now? He doesn't I have did. to go far. He's on our staff. Is he on the staff right now? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just uh, always think of his name anytime a, a Panthers vacancy yeah, comes up. Yeah. Now, uh, I would have liked it. I mean, it probably would have worked better than Frank Wright. It, I tell you I, what, I mean, he's you black gone, Frank Wright, dude. If you could have gone with a Wilkes uh, Caldwell combo, oh. you'd probably be happier than you. you yeah, ended up being. yeah. I mean, really, just things went so terrible. It's kind of hard to pinpoint why. Just everything was a mess there, and Caldwell was part of it too, even though he was just True. like eating off the buffet. So, did he stick around? Because there was a lot of firings. Yeah, with Reich, yeah. He so was kind of moved up in that moment. Is anybody back or is everybody gone? You know, like when you fire your head, like is everybody gone from the Panthers right now? You mean coaches? Yeah. No, no. In fact, uh, all the coaches are still under contract. I mean, the ones they did fire were, uh, who's the quarterback guy? We uh, just, Josh McCown. Josh McCown. So it's just up for the new head coach to decide. And really what they're trying to do is they want to postpone or at least interrupt some of these guys, particularly Ajiro uh, Evero, who's our defensive coordinator, um, from leaving because they want to give the new head coach an opportunity to see if he would be a good fit because then he's still under contract. You don't even really have to do anything. Yeah. And Chris Tabor, too, has been a strong special teams coach and stepped in as the interim head coach. So they have blocked these guys from getting parallel – like. Um, Jacksonville requested Evero to to uh, interview for their job, and New York requested Tabor to interview for their special teams opening. The Carolina Panthers said no go. Uh, you know, trying to protect those assets until they get their coach, and then he can at least make the determination if he wants to bring his in a, in his own guys, or maybe even use some of these guys who have had some success in Carolina. Uh, let's take a break. You mentioned Joe Brady. Is he? He's with the Bills now. Yeah, right? and they turned their off. Name, yeah, he's does off his, his name corner. start popping back up again? What happens if they they're gonna win? Uh, this uh, say they win in round one. Say they go deep in the playoffs. It's coaching is just recycling. Like you throw it away, but you recycle it so it can come back in yeah. two years. Oh wait, let me get back in that track. And you forget how much you you hated the guy when you it's threw like him out. It's like pulling out an old video game that you didn't finish. Yeah, kind of like going up and picking up uh, picking this up and. Uncrumbling it. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ah, get out of here. That silence was loud. Let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. The sound of silence. We'll make our playoff picks. Tied the top. Uh, let's do a quick vote, guys. Mm. I'm proposing playoff games count as two points. Yes. Okay, so it's official. Majority rules. I vote yes. Joey votes yes. Uh, How close am I? You are in the mix, Tony. You are seven back. Oh, I fell one. Yeah, you did. Uh, Joey and I tied at the top. Chon, you still have a chance to catch Danny. Here we go. We'll uh, make our playoff picks with special guest picker Alex Harper when we return Pirate Radio Live on a Friday after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years, and you can shop online anytime at piratewear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories. For pirates of all ages, every day is game day at UBE. And Bud Light reminds pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Panthers fans, what is your excitement level for the playoffs with your team not in it? Oh, I like I like a lot of the storylines in this playoffs, so a yeah. lot high. Okay. I'd say eight. Okay. I'm with and you there. Sp- you know what? It's a nine now after that uh, itinerary you gave earlier in the show. That's right. Big sports day on Saturday. Flip on a college basketball game at noon. Head over to Minji's, 4 o'clock, East Carolina SMU. Pirates looking for their third straight win in AAC play for the first time in life wow forever and it could happen on saturday pirates playing some good ball uh and then head home from mingy's 615 ish stop in at your favorite sports bar maybe familiar get what? a pizza of the week yeah be a great grab week. a draft a 12 dollar pizza yeah pizza of the week is buffalo chicken buffalo oh this is the chicken. week to go folks stop in there watch the second half of texans browns and then head home for the nightcap Tua Capper. versus Mahomes. Great sports day. Frozen. Yeah. That's going to be cold, that one. Turn Frozen on for your kids. Let it and go. And watch a Frozen Let it go. <laughs> Just <laughs> Let it go. It. Just uh, unbuckle that belt buckle and eat uh, that pizza and let it go. Throw on your fat pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited about that Lions-Rams uh, Rams game, too. We'll Talk there. about a storyline. Whoa. Scripted. NFL got it best script ever this year. More on that, well, more on that right now because is the script in? Do we know who's going to win the Browns Texans game? Oh, and do you know why I'm asking that? No, because uh, if one of the teams wins, the Texans. No, if the Browns win, you get your Flacco versus oh Ravens. Yeah. Oh, oh nice, wow. nice. 
Wow. I guess depending just go upon, ahead and pin it in then. Um, no, I heard that on Pig Central. Would it work out that way? Because the Browns are the five. I thought they have to play the lower seed. They the would. Ravens. Yeah. Uh, maybe that was a misspeak. Yeah. Miss, it was a Tonyism. Way to go, Tony. But it wasn't even, it was a different show I was watching, and it wasn't the C3 podcast. So you plagiarized misspokenness. That was from uh, Pick Central. Um, well, I guess it's not even possible, is it? I don't know. My brain is so. scrambled right now. All right. So Browns at Texans. Joe Flacco, 38. CJ Stroud, 22. Mm. My favorite numbers from this game. How about the Texans getting here? And again, they would have gotten in <laughs> anyway. They'd have gotten in as a wild card if the Jags would have won. So they'd have got in. They did their part and not just winning a crappy division. What was their record? And what was the Jags' record? And why? I guess how they were. That, how are the Jags not in then? Well, they because they lost. They would have finished. Oh, so they would have had a tied record, a tiebreaker okay. situation. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the Texans were nine and eight. I think they finished. How many do you play now? Seventeen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be nine and eight. So they might be ten and seven. seven. I believe ten and seven. Um, had a lot of injuries to a lot of key parts, including uh, the quarterback C.J. Stroud missing time. Was it two or three games? I feel like this two. is a head versus heart pick for me because I clearly want a team to win. My heart is – I'm going with it. I'm picking the Texans, baby. I got. I think I see two upsets potentially budding in this So are you playoffs. admitting it's a heart pick for you or it's a heart and head pick? It's a, Texans it's a heart upset. pick. Yeah. I think there are three and a half dogs or two and a half. Yeah, it's not a major not upset. A, yeah, they're at home, but the Browns' defense is so good – and Flacco has just Flacco put up thirty like seven points against the Jets in the first half. One of the best defenses in the NFL. Mm. Like Flacco has been spinning it. And then you gotta think of this is um will Deshaun Watson's trade go down as the worst hit trade in the history of football? Their offense, their team has done better since Joe Flacco has become the quarterback. With that amount of money they gave him? Yes. I think they gave three first-round picks, too. Mm. You know, I never even factored that part into this game. Yeah, that's another. Imagine if Watson was the quarterback going back to Houston. Because it would definitely be a hard <clears throat> pick. The other huge storyline game we'll get to is Rams-Lines, where you've got... and. Uh, that one is – the storylines in that one don't stop. I can't remember who I was – but there's a who won the trade debate. Now, Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl, so I would say the Rams won the trade. But you could have that debate. It's but, like a win-win. But, like, the Texans here can win and point and laugh and yes. say, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Even if Flacco beats them, they can still kind of do that. Man, I, I won't. I'm the, picking the Texans. I don't care. I'm picking with my heart. I want to root for the Texans. I me think it'll too. be fun. Give me, give me. I love Stroud. Uh, me too. Give me Texans. I'm going with Flacco Magic. All right. Um, I've got the picks of the boys. We've got two Texans. So, Chon, where are these guys? By the way, they haven't been in in weeks. Um, I don't know Joey's status. 
I see you live. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes. I saw him Wednesday night at Sports Trivia. Good. Danny better be throwing a baseball right now. That's his only excuse not to be here. All right. Does anybody have the Bulls to take Miami in cold weather? No. You're wrong. Our co-leader does. Joey is taking wow. the Dolphins. I'll also take Crazy. the Dolphins. You also live dangerously. <laughs> I also live life dangerously. Shirley, need a vibe check. Need a Friday vibe check. One to ten. Four point eight. So close to a five. <laughs> um, are you... Is Waddle in? Well, let me ask you this. Do you have Peacock? I do. Okay. Do you... If they lose this game, did they do enough for you to enjoy the journey and you say, great year, or are you pissed that a really good year ended in, in Wild Card Weekend? You know what I'm saying? It's got to be option how, B. How would you feel after a loss Saturday night? Oh, I would definitely be pissed. Yeah. Mainly because we had an opportunity to yeah. play at home if yeah. we beat Buffalo yeah. coming off Can't of a loss yeah. after yeah. we got our butt spanked by the Ravens the week before. Adam, you were winning at halftime in that game. Yeah. Couldn't and win so many games throughout the season. You should have yeah. We had opportunity after opportunity. Really, we were there was only a handful of games where we just you know we shot ourselves in the foot and then you throw in you know all the injuries we lose bradley chubb for the year uh you know tyreek hill is uh you know not exactly a hundred percent but he's going to go out there and play Jaden uh, Jalen waddle is uh injured i don't know if he's going to play this week or not because i hadn't even looked but then they go out and they sign some defensive ends because they need them because on the defensive side of the Did ball we are just houston? decimated somebody got justin houston off the scrap heap good luck we have justin houston no not anymore we released him. I, I, I know that they signed a couple that of people i couldn't yeah. i couldn't tell you who they are all right so 4.8 is where i'm at and i think that's a fair the weather they played. and the weather is is yeah. really gonna play that because ball now, is gonna weigh like 900 pounds to do well now you're taking <laughs> away one of the more potent parts of our offense which is throwing the ball downfield yeah. i mean you're not going to be able to do it in that type of weather uh, i forgot by the way our guest picker alex harper sorry alex sorry right. uh, sorry alex browns and texans something about flacco man give me the browns all right taking the brownies yes, sir. all right we got joey and sean on the dolphins i want the dolphins to win but they're I, they're not i'll take the chiefs I tell you what, whoever loses this game is going to get roasted and toasted, though. Bye. Especially Kansas City. Just because well, the they Dolphins... Got a, got a I mean, the Dolphins were high on the hog, man. Like, they were the team to beat for a while in the AFC. But you didn't they really were, buy in. I I did at the in the beginning. Yeah. I thought they were legit, but then their defense can't pull, do anything, and they can't win a big game. Yeah. Only I heard a crazy one today. Game to this year. The Patriots, uh, they had the same record as Washington, right? They won four games. They had more wins over teams with a winning record than Miami. <laughs> See, it was yeah. the Steelers and somebody else that they uh, they beat. Uh, Tony is taking the Chiefs. Yeah. A-Harp. Does anybody know if Taylor Swift will be in attendance? Yes. I'm going to say not, she's got to be shocked. there for a playoff game. If she's there, I'm taking Kansas City. Okay. I will put an asterisk by that. 
All right. Uh, coming up Sunday at 1, Steelers at Bills. Uh, maybe we should have gone against the spread here in the playoffs because I uh, don't think anybody is going to take Pittsburgh. No. No, 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 they're not. And the Bills are starting to play good. They're playing their best football of the year. What a Bills game on Sunday night. So they had in the first half three picks or something like that? Two interceptions in the end zone. Yeah. And the last play of the first half ends at the one foot line. And and I'm like, all right, they're not winning this game. How many times do you see those things happen and the team loses? Well, uh they end up they get a punt return. They get a kind that of was the, that guy is the reason they won the game yeah. because it was they were dead to rights until that moment. <clears throat> I mean, we'll see how it turns out, but that just so many implications from that one game. It changed the course of Miami's playoffs, could change the course of Buffalo. I know, it would have been so cool to see them play twice. Yeah, I know yeah, you were back to for back. That. that would have been interesting. I think it would have made some of the matchups cool down the road because who if the if you had flipped them, the Bills would be in Kansas City right now, right? No, they would be in Miami. Who would be who would Kansas City be playing if Miami had won? <laughs> Stealing? Wait, so so Miami would have been the what? They would have been at home and they would have hosted the Bills. They would have been the two? Yeah. Oh, no, no. It would have been Steelers. Steelers, Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the Chiefs win that and then go on, I guess. And who else is? Somebody's got to buy the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, I guess who would go to see them? It would be, I guess, whoever <laughs> lost. I tried to do this earlier, Tony. It's a losing battle. Your yeah. head just gets. It would be the Bills, probably. There's just like. Smoke. That'd be the it's Bills the at Baltimore. Gift. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are on to Sunday afternoon. Starting to hear more uh, folks believing in. Oh, did we get your pick, Steelers Bills? <laughs> Intern guy. The disrespect. I Give am. me pitting off. Give me the Bills. Hey, he's been disrespected his whole life. He knows how to handle it. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Somebody call him. Packers Bills, uh, or excuse me, Packers Cowboys. Did I just say the Super Bowl? Packers Bills, accidentally. You saw the script. Packers Cowboys. I'm taking Dallas. I, I've seen a lot of uh, Packers and Cowboys are going to struggle in the playoffs. This is different. They're Cowboys Cowboy are fans home. are so annoying, man. My boss came at me and she's like, uh, "She's my boss's boss. She's a Cowboys fan. She's." Like, they never they haven't won a big game and like there's like already writing their own team off. I'm like, man, you guys have been killing it. Wait, so she isn't delusional? She's actually stating the facts. I think she's being overly deli- yeah. non-delusional. Yeah, like too much. Yeah, stuff. like too much. If I was like, a Cow- sounds like uh, it's Randolph. like Randolph when he's like, oh, he's gonna throw. Seven if I was a Cowboys fan right now, I would be jacked to the max because my team is unbeatable at home and they just pound teams. And they're going to pound Green Bay. When a team's pounding a team. And are you worried about... The only team that can beat you is on the downswing right now and hurt and no good. 
being Philly. Yeah. And you won't have to... I guess to... San Francisco. You're gonna, like... Well, yeah, but I'm saying they're on the opposite side of the bracket. You're going to get two home games regardless. Yeah. And just they're going to smoke San Francisco. Green Bay is not good, dude. That's where I'm at right now. They are not good. I mean, Jordan good Love had them. two good games to close the season or three, but you got to... One of those is against the Panthers. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's a fraud game. Uh, Joey and Danny taking the Cowboys. Sean... I'm going to go with the Cowboys at home. You can't pick against them at home. Hey, Hart. We them boys. I think you're going to see something from Jordan Love, though. I think you're really going to – this Jordan Love guy, man, I think you're going to see a lot of stuff from him, man. I tell you, you, it's always cool to me when clearly these GMs and scouts, they see something in the guy, and then we get to watch – and I didn't watch him much in college, I'll be honest. I hadn't seen him in the pros because he hadn't played much. And then you see him a little bit, and you're like, well, why, why did they take this guy? But then he shows you, and he's throwing dang dimes into traffic and looking like a quarterback. It's pretty cool to see a guy find himself, like in the NFL, and he certainly did that this year. So I'm excited. I mean, I I hope he plays well. I see Aaron Rodgers throwing mechanics with Jordan Love. Does anybody else see that? I don't know. Just I don't watch it. Are you high on ayahuasca right now? Maybe. It's just the room's not dark enough. I just think the Cowboys score 41 points. Like, I just... C.D. Lamb is unstoppable right now. Try to stop him. Michael Parsons is going to be all over love. And their defense stinks, dude. All right. To Sunday night. Tony, if you did a game draft, what would be your first pick? Would it be Dolphins-Chiefs or would it be Rams-Lions? Rams-Lions. That's your most. Yeah. That, I, that's so. I think the fun. Dolphins are too hurt. Like yeah. if the Dolphins were full, and if they were home, I think it would change for me. Yeah, too. and then I would pick them. This uh, this is great. The, the story, not just the storylines, but the the total is like over fifty. Oh. Like you just expect to see some fireworks in this game. And by the way, I picked the Rams. To make so the let's oil. talk briefly, just for the listeners, what those storylines are. Is one is Matt Stafford used to be the quarterback for the Detroit Lions was traded for Jared Goff who was the quarterback for the Rams who wow. I thought Goff was going to be brought in they for were going to draft a guy that's what they thought too and no he is their franchise quarterback he, he has, is him he has played his best football which is inter- interesting because Sean McVay kind of gave up saying he couldn't get over the hump with and because guy. he went to a Super Bowl with the Rams yeah and a terrible Super Bowl awful boring I can't remember it which one was it and they like, scored like three points like 10 right? to 3 oh okay um so th- look is and that was when they had a pretty high powered offense that year going well, on. Well that was right? uh that was when Gurley Man kind of shut it down like at the end they oh, shut him they down they wouldn't let him yeah they strangely wouldn't let him play yeah. at all I mean, maybe not strangely, but it just seemed kind of odd. Um, so you get that. You get the quarterbacks. But then the Rams have won a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford. Yeah. The Lions, like you said, have now got their franchise quarter. Like, they've won the, the division for the first time in 30 years. I was going to say. They're hosting. The, exactly. The storyline for me, too, is first ever playoff game at Ford Field. Those fans... <laughs> This is Serve it. 815. Those fans are going to be bleep faced. Like they, <laughs> they're probably partying right now. Yeah. Like they did, I mean, they've been partying since they won the division. Like that, I, I can't wait to see the atmosphere. It's going to be awesome. They haven't won the division in 30 years. <sighs> Man, 
just uh they are going to be so jacked up and too jacked up which is why i'm going to take stafford and the rams oh, wow yeah. you got to go with your team did the lions win last week <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> dang it then they're gonna lose uh-huh. every other week that's right they're an every other week team i am gonna s- i'm picking the lions all right uh i don't know why because Should. they're home and they're the favorite uh, but they don't really have a very good defense. Danny's taking the Rams. Uh, Tony uh, just took the Lions. Um, Chandler. I'm craving some kneecaps. Give me the Lions. All right. A harp. For no other reason than Dan Campbell. I'm going with the Lions. Yeah, I like Man. Dan Campbell. <laughs> I like Sean McVay, but if they're fighting each other, I'll certainly take Campbell. He reported. Monday Night Football. We already saw this game. <laughs> it stunk. Will it be any better this time? Yep. Eagles, Bucks. Oh, I. You gonna do Eagles, it? Did we see Eagles what was the score? You pulling the trigger? No, I'm. I'm. Uh, the Eagles are gonna. I'm picking the Eagles, the but Eagles I could think the Bucks could pull this out. Oh my goodness! How do y'all do this with the the South? So, I'll never root for the Eagles, Cowboys. I don't hate the Giants as much, but like I'm not gonna pull for them unless they're playing the Cowboys or uh, or Eagles. How do you feel? Like nobody likes Philly. But you can't root for your division I don't team, right? dislike Philly. Oh, okay. I like Philly. So you're... And Sirianni, you, you got the Pisons. No matter who they play, pretty much? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not the sure. Bucks are the one team in the division that I nobody dislikes. I was about We're to just say, like, I don't man. Saints-Falcons, it's no question. Yeah. That's, question. that's kind of why I brought it up. Yeah. I knew the you hated The Bucks are always because they were bad for 20 years. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's us and the bucks that like nobody really yeah that's it we're like this the northern version of them like the saints and the falcons are over there dennis allen and uh arthur smith are over there bickering and the panthers and bucks james bro my favorite person in the world oh man we don't have time to get into that from last it was so good we should have played uh james's interview after the game i love it dude yeah all right and do you think it was a team decision Joey, what did you not like about it? Joey and Danny are taking the Eagles. We Sean, fifteen minutes. Uh, I got to interview. Uh, got to get to. Can I interject one moment yes. for just a quick message? Yeah, how quick are we talking? Because it's not fast. going quick. Let's go. Well, I was waiting for you to tell me whether uh, or not yes. I could yes, do ahead. that. Yes, go. Joey, Surely. Joey, check your DMs on Twitter. Oh. Okay. That's it. Okay. Oh, Shirley, what'd you send it to me? I want to see what you sent. That's none of your business. That's Ooh, between me and Joey. Okay, all right. Oh. Uh, Chandler, <laughs> DMs. Your lock of the week is Eagles. Eagles. You are not. It don't matter what their record's been. You say they go in there, they do what they did earlier this year. They win on Monday night in Tampa. Easy. Don't I don't overthink see, it. I don't know. Don't overthink it. Uh Tony, lock. Dallas Cowboys. No, no, no picking this game who is it again eagles oh eagles (laughs) alex harper eagles oh boy everybody's on the i know eagles fans man their defense has just melted down weeks two weeks in a row oh process boy Mm. and in trouble right but i mean is it matt patricia that's the problem always what i don't care they were celebrating them a month ago and now they're no matter what the question is, the answer yes. is always Matt Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to run. Tony, uh, what you guys got going on? 
Uh, the normal uh, will be, well, we we got the Tuesday night show. It was great this week. We went through all the candidates, head coach, and GMs. We got the Friday free-for-all where fans can come on and be a part of the show. And we'll be covering all the head coaching, GM, and changes throughout the season. All, impromptu, live, all of that mess. So come check us out. I mean, I, almost... It's more exciting to talk about that than games at this point, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, you're in. No, that man, stuff. I'm just so glad 17 post games are over. There you go. Congratulations getting through it. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back, Greeny. Mark Greenhouse, Golf Shop Show, joins us when we return. Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency from maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk. Towns Insurance Advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. <laughs> Got to quickly get to Mark Greenhills, but Mike P said, uh, sliding into the weekend like Shirley sliding into Joey's DMs. Ryan said it goes down in the DMs. Steve said, Shirley sliding into Joey's DMs. Chad said, it goes down in the DMs. Jeez. Uh, Steve said, Shirley sliding like Ricky Henderson into the DMs. Well, I mean, Shirley has to take another base at some point. Well, you don't want to be just standing on that same base? Well, you know, I mean, Shirley can't stay on first base. Shirley has to take second base and (laughs) eventually take, you know, Shirley has to take third base. I love Shirley using her name, Shirley, while talking. Yeah. Reminds me of George. Uh, You do get that reference, right? Uh, What is it? Ricky Henderson only used himself in third person. Yeah. Yeah. This is Ricky's base. This is Ricky's base. Uh, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Joining us, Mark Greenheld, Golf Shop Radio Show, coming your way Saturday right here on Pirate Radio. Greeny, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Clip. How are you doing? I'm doing good, and uh, glad to hear you're doing good because uh, change is always difficult, and a major change in your favorite NFL franchise, a guy you've watched win Super Bowls and uh, dominate for most of the last two decades. So, so how you feeling without Bill Belichick as your head coach? Well, I think you and I had already talked about this, and you asked me, and I thought it was the perfect opportunity to make the change. So I'm good with it. Uh, you know, I- I'm... I'm torn. I'm always 50-50 on, do you bring somebody else back in from the organization? Do you bring somebody from outside the organization? I think it's just a situational thing. And obviously the Patriots, because it was written into Mayo's contract that he would succeed Bill Belichick, they felt like this was a good fit. Um, All of the things that I'm reading, it seems like, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball, these guys feel like that he's deserved it. And, man, it seems like that he spends about as much time in the office as Belichick does. So 
Um, I think it's a good move all around. I think it was a good swift move, and I, I'm, I'm all for it at this point, and I think it's a great transition, and I think guys are going to be willing to come play for, for Jared Mayo. It's going to be, uh, uh, yeah, just uh, crazy to see the Patriots without Belichick on the sidelines. Do you think he's on the sidelines next year for a team, Grinny? I still think the Chargers make sense. I think I've, I've said that all yeah. along, is that, you know, when you look at what's available out there and you look at where Bill Belichick has had success, I mean, obviously, you know, people say, was it Belichick, was it Brady? It was the combination of the two of them, right? You can't take that away. You can't say it was one or the other. You have to say that it was Tom Brady leading an offense that didn't make a whole lot of mistakes. Bill Belichick being the, the master of, you know, rules and all that and the mastermind of the defense. Now, you look at what's happened in L.A. from the Chargers' perspective is that you feel like they've got a pretty good quarterback in, in, in uh, Herbert, and you feel like that they've got a decent defense, but it seems like that they've made a lot of mistakes, especially on the coaching side of the ball, whether it's time management or things along those lines. So you put him in that situation where he's got a quarterback and can continue to build a good defense and a quarterback that, that has offensive potential and you can limit his mistakes, I think it's a no-brainer for me that that they could be a Super Bowl contending team with Bill Belichick as the head coach. Mark Greenhelge, Golf Shop Show, joining us. We'll talk some golf in a moment. Sticking with football now, Greeny's going to have a new head coach for his, uh, his NFL team. How about his uh, alma mater there at Clemson? Uh, how about Dabo to Bama? Any of that talk going around, Greeny? Do you think that's a possibility? I think he has shut them down. From okay. Understood. I mean, it was it was funny. My dad sent me a thing yesterday where people were trying to say that uh, the Clemson plane was in Tuscaloosa Airport or something like that, and and uh, you know the local the TigerNet site said the the plane's still in the hangar in Clemson, so don't worry about that. And I believe that he's actually said no. I, I think you're seeing a bunch of people. It looks like Washington's coach Boer may end up being the one that goes there. Um, so. Yeah, I, Dabo has said all along that he really didn't want the Alabama coaching job, and I agree with him. I mean, he, when you've built something like what you've built at Clemson, unless they kick you out, there's really no reason to leave to go to any other program at this point. And man, I still hope that there's, uh, you know, that, that Florida State's irritated enough that maybe Clemson, Florida State, can jump the ACC and get to one of these other conferences. Greeny, uh, you've got, we'll stick with football here, wild card weekend coming up. We'll have the games for you right here on Pirate Radio, including two games involving uh, your AFC East foes, the Dolphins in Kansas City as the weather continues to deteriorate there. And I can't wait to see what that looks like tomorrow night. And can the Dolphins hang and then the Steelers are uh, hefty underdogs against the Buffalo Bills who beat Miami last week to earn that AFC East crown and earn that home game. So, uh, uh, what do you think about your AFC East foes this weekend? Do both survive? One survive? Uh, do both get knocked out? What do you think? You know, what is what is the NFL actually thinking about saying it's going to be snowing too much and bad weather in Buffalo? Uh, we need to move the game. I mean, what on earth would actually force them to do that? That's absolutely why Buffalo wants to host the playoff game. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. This is one of those scenarios where the Chiefs haven't been playing that great. The Dolphins were kind of playing decent until Buffalo handled them a little bit. Buffalo hadn't been playing all that great. And the Steelers had actually been on the uptick in, 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 a little bit near the end of the season. So I think both of these games are up for grabs. Mm. And I'm surprised that the, the Bills are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite because I feel like the Steelers just have been a, a team that's been solid and hasn't made a whole lot of mistakes. And if you can force Josh Allen into making mistakes, which he does a lot, 
I think that brings that game right back inside of that spread. I mean, if you told me I was betting against the spread, I'd probably take the Steelers in that game. All right. Uh, not a lot of folks on Pittsburgh uh, due to their offense, which makes sense. But, uh, man, Mike Tomlin has his team once again in the playoffs and uh, trying to pull a first-round upset. Greeny, we'll, uh, we'll talk a little golf, and I have not searched out golf headlines this week, but I certainly saw one. The only one I saw uh, was Tiger Woods split with Nike. Um, what, what's the reason? behind this green whose call was this to make you know it's interesting uh his son charlie had signed an nil deal with another clothing manufacturer Uh. so that kind of that raised my eyebrows that you know maybe nike never approached charlie about some kind of an nil deal and if that's the case then maybe tiger was a little irritated at that point um, you know, you're hearing a couple of things. You're hearing that obviously maybe something with the tailor-made Adidas side of things. Maybe Tiger has his own line rolled out. I mean, he always had his own TW brand with Nike. So I'm assuming that partnership is gone so he can bring that logo with him. So it would make sense that whether it's a, a new TW company or it's, a, you know, it's an arm of something like a tailor-made Adidas type thing, it makes sense that uh, he does something along those lines. But that's the only thing that I can really think of is that, you know, when you didn't offer Charlie maybe what he was looking for and somebody else gave him an offer, that maybe, you know, Tiger's like, okay, it's run its course and I can do something else now. Greeny, what are you, uh, you following this weekend in the golf world? Again, this is another one of those events where you're looking to see who can make a name for themselves. Uh, you know, we had one of those more of a signature event last week where you had tournament winners and you had to have certain qualifications to play in that event. This is one of those kind of open events that uh, you're going to see scattered throughout the PGA Tour season in 2024. So this is the opportunity for somebody to play really well and, and, you know, win a golf tournament and get themselves invited to those signature events. So this is one of those events where if you don't, if you're not in that top 50 from the FedEx Cup playoffs, if you're not in some of the top 10 or the top five lists that are going to get you into those signature events, these are the events that you have to make hay in. So that's really what you look for to see who can jump up and who can elevate themselves and get uh, moving up that list so that they can start making some of that big bank. Good stuff. Mark Greenhouse Golf Shop Show joining us. You can hear the Golf Shop Show 8 to 10 a.m. Saturday here on Pirate Radio. What do you guys have planned for tomorrow's show, Greeny? Oh, by the way, I'm glad you left me alone about my uh, Clemson basketball team because they're not doing <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah. I skipped that one. So, yeah. I, and I didn't do it on purpose, but, yeah, maybe I did. I don't know. I know. Yeah, well, we'll always Bill Bender, the sporting news, so we'll, we'll talk, you know, the, the outcome of all these college football coaching changes and where people are shuffling around to. And as we prepare for the expanded playoff next year, uh, we'll catch up with uh, Butch English, who's going to talk about what do you do this time of year if you're stuck indoors and you need to stay sharp with your golf game. And then we're also going to talk to, uh, you know, those PXG ads where you have the guy that's always yelling at you about his club. Well, we're going to get Nick Jenke from that company, which is PXG, about their new Black Ops club line. So we'll see what PXG has in store for us for 2024. And clip, you know, in January... It's the big PGA merchandise show down in Orlando. So this is the time of year when people start rolling out all their new stuff. Good deal. And, uh, Greeny, good news for you. Your Tigers get back on track Saturday with a win over BC. So all will be well. Well, I would have thought that against Virginia Tech, but how'd that go? Yeah, well, there you go. Greeny, thanks for joining us, man. Have a good show tomorrow. All right, thanks a lot. Have a good weekend.
Thank you. You do the same. Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us here. Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Morgan Ehlers joins us. Brian North joins us also in Hour 3. More to go. PRL back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. It is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street and on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. Clip Brock, Shirley Rhodes, the long snapper, the former long snapper. We're all here on a Friday. Do we have Morgan Aylers on the Pirate Radio Live line? I am getting confirmation that we do. Morgan, how you doing, man? Clipper, it is Friday. How are you doing? I am great because I'm very excited about Saturday and the lineup. Um, I'm going to cap it off with a little Tua versus Mahomes. Before that, I'm going to catch the second half of Texans-Browns. And before that, I'm going to be in Minji's Coliseum, where East Carolina looks to win their third straight conference game for the first time ever in the American when they take on a good SMU team. And uh, Morgan, I'm, I'm extra fired up for that after the road win on Wednesday night. I was kind of watching that one rubbing my eyes uh saying is this happening east carolina cruising to a double digit road win uh against temple the other night uh that's a great win for uh, mike schwartz's team yeah it really was it was nip and tuck in the first quarter and uh, first half rather and then you know the came back pulled away early in the second half and temple just never could get anything going and uh mike schwartz's uh, team defensive strategies and in concepts really paid dividends because uh, Temple didn't have a lot of uh, uncontested shots in the second half. And, man, it's good to see the Pirates win, especially on the road. I heard your interview with Cy last week before the game, and, you know, he put it very bluntly. It's it's tough to win on the road regardless of who you are, and that's a big win for the Pirates. And, man, this conference, uh, there are some heavy hitters with Memphis, uh, FAU, nice win last night on the road by one point against Tulane. But all these games are going to be close, Morgan, and we've seen our fair share to start this season uh, with East Carolina. Brandon Johnson able to hit the big shot against Tulsa to get the win. And you just go into these games expecting with about four minutes to play for it to be within five points one way or the other. Yeah, you know, it's one of those leagues that there are a lot of uh, comparable teams. I think it's a league that uh, you've lost some of maybe your, your your bigger names when you're talking about the UCFs, the Houstons, that kind of thing, and uh, Cincinnati. But you've still got SMU, or SMU, you've got Memphis. And uh, other than that, this league is a very uh, stout league that's can, you know, any team can win in, in any given game, whether it's home or away. And 
you know, the Pirates need a big turnout from the students tomorrow. I think that's going to be a really big factor. I thought they've had really good uh, attendance so far with the yeah. students being gone. You know, I, I've been very you know pleased with it. Granted, nobody asked me my opinion, but you know, I've seen some games over the years in the the winter break where you walk in and there might be six, seven hundred people in the whole arena, and you know, to have to you know have put three or four thousand in there on a a student less uh, basketball game is fun, and then you you add another fifteen hundred, two thousand students tomorrow night. That place could be really rocking. Chandler, you know what else will be back tomorrow? What's that? The band. Oh, I was about to say the pet band should be get back. the band back in there. Morgan just makes for a, a great environment and talked to Mark Adams on the show yesterday. And the old veteran ball coach said, uh, we just don't understand how much that makes a difference when you got that atmosphere and how much it can play into a college basketball game. Yeah. I, again, I'm not going to give my thoughts on the band not being there last week, but all the cheerleaders were there. All the basketball players were there. All the dance team was there. What the hell was the band? <laughs> I don't know, man. Morgan has band beef. <laughs> uh, I tell you, it makes a difference, though. So uh, I, I hope they're there tomorrow. Hell, uh, they should be there. If they're not, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I'm get my own instruments and go down there. Flip is mad. Yeah. Hope you're not mad tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to that. Morgan Aylers will be on the stick, on the mic, as East Carolina takes on SMU. And uh, with that, Morgan, we got some playoff action as well. Looking forward to Wild Card Weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend. Um, any games jump out at you? We've talked about. Rams line should be a lot of fun. Dolphins Chiefs has a lot of intrigue. Uh, what game or games are you looking forward to the most this weekend? I, I think all of them have a, have a chance to be some really good football games. Of course, everybody's talking about the the Chiefs and the Dolphins when it's supposed to be zero at the kickoff with a windshield factor in the negative twenties, and by the end of the game it could be you know negative five and possibly down to thirty depending on how the wind blows out there. My question with that is that. You know, skin freezes on you know at a certain degree on contact, and you out there have a lot of exposed skin with the players and that kind of thing. And they're out there; they are working up a sweat, regardless of how you know much their gear they got on. But they've, they're still wearing their their football pants and their football jerseys and you know their helmets. But you know, how will that football be affected by that cold? They're going to have to have it in the heater. But how long does it stay warm? I mean, you, you, somebody's trying to throw you a frozen football. How easy that is that to catch or throw? You know, so it's going to be interesting. And then on Sunday night, you've got Buffalo. They're going to be there. And I think Saturday in Buffalo, there's a blizzard warning. I saw before I came to set up for tonight, I got a gig over here at Brook Valley. And uh, I was watching the Weather Channel, and they were talking about uh, Buffalo could get 12 to 18 inches of snow Saturday, still snowing Sunday in the low 20s. So... You know, that's going to be a fun game. Though. I love watching football in the snow. I just think it's awesome. Yeah, especially in the comfort of your own home. Right, Morgan? It's yeah. the best place to watch it's it. to deal with it. Um, Alex Harper, ECU uh, long snapper and intern. Alex, uh, would you rather play in 95-degree heat or negative 20 windshield? 95-degree heat. <laughs> okay, you answer that pretty quickly. It's Alex Harper. No discussion. How are you doing, sir? Hey, former. I'm doing great, buddy. How about you? I'm phenomenal. Clib, do you want to know a fun fact? Yeah. Morgan Aylers, I should call him Coach Morgan Aylers, coached my 8U flag football team, and uh, he was the first person actually to ever suggest that I should try out long snapping. Wow. Are you giving your the credit to getting you where you this are today? This is my opportunity to give Coach Aylers his flowers right now. How so about I'm doing that? It. That's awesome. 
See, Alex, but what you don't understand, that could even be really good that I saw a lot of potential long snapping for you. I'm like, dude, you might not want to try to catch your blocker. <laughs> <laughs> either way, you're, either way, your tutelage worked out, Morgan. That's awesome. I didn't know you guys uh, had a history. I was going to ask Morgan, have you ever said Alex Harper's name over the the speakers at, at uh, Dowdy Ficklin Stadium? Every game. Yeah. Line yeah. Up. Starting Start lineup. Starting lineup. Wow. Starting lineup. There you go. Yep. Man. You know, if it's a bad snap, I don't say that snap sucked. <laughs> Thanks. Awful snap by Alex Harper. He's never had one that I know of either. He's never had a bad snap. Blame me. I'm the one that told him to uh, be that position. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Uh, and uh, while we're on the topic, ECU football, uh, Pirates uh, adding another quarterback to the mix, Morgan? That's what they're. That's what the, the word is out there. Yeah. Uh, Jake Garcia was at Miami, then he was at Missouri, played for uh, Coach Drink in Missouri. I don't think he played very much. I don't know if he was injured or not, but you know he's supposed to be coming in, and that's going to be uh, that's the depth that, that we've needed at, at quarterback. You know, didn't have it last year really, and you got two guys that are that are proven at a, at a pretty high level of football. So competition, I you know, iron iron sharpens iron, steel sharpens steel. So. Hopefully, it's going to be uh, produce a, a real positive product next fall on the field for the Pirates. Morgan Aylers joining us. The um, first Aylers to host the show on Pirate Radio. Now there's another. Uh, the Holden Aylers show debuted on Thursday. It's available where you get your podcast on YouTube, and you can hear it at 6 o'clock here tonight on Pirate Radio. Morgan, uh, uh, you're proud of uh, everything Holden has done. How about this uh, venture as he goes into uh, media? It's really just him talking to his buddies. Uh, but, man, it's fun to be a fly on the wall and uh, hear those conversations. Yeah, it is. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, the proud pop moment, and for all those guys there, they put a lot of work into the, to working on that and getting it looking good. And uh, they've had four, I think, three, four, five practice yeah. podcasts that they've done trying to get it right and things to look at. And uh, you know, very proud of those guys. They, they, I thought they did a really good job for their first time the other night, when an hour and twenty minutes or whatever it was. But it, you know, it's fun to watch and. Uh, you know, again, that's a different perspective from some guys that that have a little bit of inside knowledge, and uh, you know, not they're, they're not only going to talk East Carolina football, they're going to talk uh, a lot of different things. And next week, I think they've got Harold Varner the Third going to be on, so that's going to be an exciting interview and a conversation with him. That's going to be. Uh, uh, a lot of people listening and watching that one. No doubt. Morgan Ayler's joining us. Morgan, have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you Saturday in Minji's Coliseum. We shall see you guys there. Have a great weekend and go Pirates. Thank you, sir. There is Morgan Ayler's, Coach Ayler's to some, joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. We'll take a break, come back. Brian North joins us as we roll on on a Friday edition of PRL. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group for offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, you can kick off the day at the Buck. It's Wild Card Weekend, and the Buck will have the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss any of the action. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday day clip rock shirley rose chan and alex harper watching a mike schwartz video he's just saying great respect great respect great respect it's time to rally pirate nation great amount of respect for them incredible respect so much respect just ton of respect is that coming off this video yeah it is (laughs) oh respect you got rally towel action going i hope there's rally towels in 213 if not i will bring my own i'll check my oil and bring my towel in i know they gave some away on the women's game the other night just give it away all right, uh, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Joining us, Brian North, WCTI 12 North. How you doing on this Friday? I am better than ever and feeling good about it. How are you? Um, I'm, I think I've been fatter, but <laughs> feeling all right. Uh, Brian, man, what a, a monumental week in the world of sports as uh, we yeah. saw just giant names in the coaching industry step down move on retire however you want to word it interesting to see uh what happens with the one maybe two of these guys but from a a college football standpoint uh, i am fascinated to see where it goes in fact we were talking monday about nil and things like that and or maybe it was tuesday mag mccarthy and i were telling some of the younger audience that you know alabama hasn't been good forever and if Nick Saban steps down, you know, do they go back? They're not going to go all the way back, but do they go back to just being pretty good rather than having this dynasty? And and then a day later, uh, Nick Saban retires, and now that becomes a reality, and we'll see who fills that spot. But we'll start there, uh, Brian, and, and let's go ahead and speculate. Well, what does Alabama look like in five or ten years? Are they still a shoe-in every year uh, now that the, the playoffs expanded um, to make that playoffs or do they get back to you know when they were hiring Mike Price and he got in trouble for going to a strip club or whatever he did Right, I'd say 10 years is probably better than 5 years because they're going to have to trend down at some point. What they've done has just been remarkable. There's no way they can maintain that that high level I don't believe and especially when the architect of all that is is going to be leaving you just can't replace a legend I don't know who they're going to get to take that job who has a name that would be anywhere in his zip code they're going to have to go this is just me speculating uh there's going to be some desperate people who obviously want the job but i don't know if you're going to get the quality person you're going to have someone who's going to come in screw it up for about three years and then they'll be the next coach after that and yeah. be the ones who try to restore them that's just kind of the trend we've always seen but i just don't know who would want to follow nick saban in there who has any sort of pedigree so I'm fascinated as to who actually is going to take that job. Yeah, not that Georgia needed any help, but uh, this is big for Kirby Smart and Georgia to say, hey, we're the – we're the new dynasty. Uh, come on over here. So uh, I asked uh, Coach Matt, because in the world we live in, we 
what we just saw is the greatest thing ever. Um, but I said, you know, this is the greatest college football coaching dynasty ever, right? And he, he quickly came to mind with Bobby Bowden. And I think he said like eight or ten straight years of top five finishes, which is amazing. Uh, but, Brian, I mean, is this the best of all time, Nick Saban, college football? Uh, yeah, I, I would think so. I mean, yeah. you have to go some of the the ones who the trophies are named after early <laughs> on. And right. I thought Bear, Bear Bryant's one who gets a lot of that, and he surpassed what Bear Bryant did. Um, you know, Bobby Dodd. you got to go back and look at some of the originals, but I, I think in the last 50 to 50 years, uh, yeah, and I think the game has evolved to the point where I don't know anybody who can put a resume together like that of consistency. You can have that five, six-year run, but what he did, over a decade plus is uh, it's it's remarkable considering what happened during his tenure you know the transfers uh eased up the the playoffs the expansion of games the 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 changing of conferences so many things have happened well just while he's been there and that that's not discounting what he did picking up a national championship at lsu so it's i I think the total resume you'd be hard-pressed to have anybody beat it uh, boy, we got a surprise guest. Uh, Ryan Wings Over Greenville fame walks in. Pat's guy. Can you jump on a mic real quick, Ryan? Because uh, we're about to move on. We just talked Saban. We're about to talk Belichick. Uh, how are you feeling on this Friday? Uh, I'm okay. My wife's in the car. <laughs> <laughs> what? So you gotta... she, she can wait a second. <laughs> um, yeah, you're, you're good? Yeah, I mean, what can he complain about? I lived through the championships, you know? I mean, what's... If you sucked, change happens. I mean, yeah. the guy can't coach till he's 95. If you sucked you know? for a couple of decades, you're good? Look at Pop, right, in the NBA. Like, the Spurs have gone through it. Yeah. And they got the number one pick, and the guy's... Wembenyana is awesome. Um, and he's still sticking around, you know, but but it's been a while since since they've been good. Uh, it just it happens to every dynasty. What are you going to do, you know? I mean, nothing lasts forever. Speaking of dynasties, we'll let you get back to Wings Over Greenville, which is a wing dynasty here. Thank you. We could use it. The wings, does he like mayo on his wings? Oh. I'm offended that was even asked. (laughs) (laughs) Gerard Mayo has a uh, stay in-house. Will Patriots fans be saying, hold the mayo? Well, I mean, you know, I I like the mayo hire, though. It, 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 It is a good hire. Uh, you know. Okay. I'll take Mike Vrabel, by the way, in Washington right now. Yeah, absolutely. Why, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I, that, that was a shocker, too. All right, Ryan. Thanks, man. Thanks, Clip. All right, buddy. Good to see you. Um, you use some of those words, uh, the, uh, Brian, that you can, the same sentences you can use uh, for saving, you can use for Belichick. In fact, it's even more difficult in the NFL where everything's designed to be even, right? So yeah. uh, what he was able to do. Uh, but it, this one's a little different. Sounds like he's not done, right? And so I don't think he's done with football now. Is it coaching? Is he going to be a GM? Is somebody going to give him the opportunity to do both? I mean, he doesn't sound well, like a guy. He's a way better coach than he is a GM, Brian. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> right. But we see a lot of these guys that, that that's a little bit less stressful job. I mean, the coaching thing is, gosh, it's around the clock all the time where the, the GM job is a little less little less work that goes involved into it and so but no, look his resume says he's not as great a gm but i would think that if he's got to pick one that's probably where he would go because i guess the same deal you can't coach forever doing what he's doing and the hours that he puts in and 
So I, I'm curious where he'll land. I know the Panthers will take a swing at him and see if he'll be interested in moving to where it's warmer. And I'm sure some other teams will, will float some things out there to him as well to see if he's interested. So I just don't know if he can ever replicate what happens. I always remember, I've made two really bad on-air statements in my life. One was when Bill Belichick was hired by the Patriots. I just said, that's stupid. I mean, he couldn't even win with the Browns. Why would they do such a thing? And my other is when the Yankees hired Joe Torre. <laughs> Oof. He's been horrible forever. That's, you know, he, he just got hired to be fired within a year. And that, that, that one didn't work out. I love that you remember the two. And I got to say, those are impressive, Brian. Two really big whiffs there. Uh, the Belichick one, though, I was thinking about that last night. And... No offense, but like names that came to mind, Mike Malarkey, sorry to the Malarkey family, but like just these guys that kind of float around and are journeyman head coaches in the league. It, it felt like Belichick was one of those guys, right? Right. And then and then he turns the Jets down after a day, the infamous uh, yeah. shortest tenure in NFL history. And you're like, who are you? A crappy coach with Cleveland to then burn the, the tuna and the Jets uh, and leave there. So it's just, yeah, he wasn't the guy that I thought was going to hit it. And then his first couple of years in New England were not great, you know. And then it's a, a Drew Bledsoe uh, taking a hit out of the game. Brady comes yeah. in, defense is good, and then it just kind of evolved from there as, as to how it worked. But it was almost accidental how that whole thing came together. If Brady, if Drew Bledsoe never gets hurt, I mean, do we see uh, what we've seen from Bill Belichick for the last twenty years? And do Jets fans hate Mo Lewis to this day for knocking out Drew Bledsoe and uh, killing their franchise for two decades? Yeah. So it's just a timing, uh, circumstance, all those things. I mean, no one thought anything of Tom Brady coming out of Michigan. And, you know, he was part of that national championship team, but only played in a few games. And he was splitting time. And he was good, but no one could have ever predicted those two getting together would create the greatest dynasty in NFL history because neither had been impressive by themselves up to that point. And uh, this would have been Pete Carroll's week, and we could have talked about his career, but sorry, Pete, bigger name on the line. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, one of the great trivia questions is, who did uh, Bill Belichick replace as head coach of the Patriots? Oh, yeah, that was Pete Carroll, right? Wait, was... Carroll, yeah. Where was... uh... Parcells and all that. It, yeah, Pete Carroll uh, was the head coach of the Patriots for a short-lived time, and then uh, Belichick spurned the Jets and then took the Patriots' job replacing Pete Carroll. Um, who took the Pats to the Super Bowl where they lost to Favre? Was that Parcells or Carroll? That Parcells. Okay. That was Parcells. All right. There you go. Brian North joining us here. And uh, I was thinking about this, Brian. Um Who's the greatest football coach of all time? What name comes to mind? Oh, uh, Don Shula has got to be one just based on the all-time wins. Uh, George Hallis is the one I always think of, and I don't know why. But uh, Well, I hate to say uh, this, but I think it's Jimmy Johnson. Think about the guys who have tried to win at both college and pro. Right. And Pete Carroll is uh, is in that category, yep. uh, winning at USC and, and, of course, winning the Super Bowl. Uh, look at what Jimmy Johnson did. It's amazing the, the names, Brian, that have gone. I mean, I saw it in Washington with Steve Spurrier firsthand. But Nick Saban is on that list, the guys that couldn't get it done. More recently, Urban Meyer. Like, there are a lot of guys that yeah. tried their luck and couldn't do it, uh, which makes what Jimmy Johnson, uh, Pete Carroll, it's a very short list what those guys uh, were able to do more uh, amazing. Yeah, and, and you can throw Jim Harbaugh probably into yeah, the yeah. as well with his short time in the NFL and leading the 49ers to at least a Super Bowl 
appearance. So, no, there's a very there's a short list of guys who have been able to do it at those two different levels, which tells you how different those two levels are. Yeah. Um, but again, circumstance in place. You know, I think I think Nick Saban probably, if he had another chance in the NFL and got the right situation, I think he'd probably be better than he was with the Dolphins. But um, that that was a whole another fiasco of how all that went down. I just don't think he spent enough time there, and of course, they made the bad decision on which quarterback to go with uh, there. So uh, was he there around the uh, the Culpepper versus Breeze stuff? Yes. Okay. Fact, that's when that's when he took the job, and he had the choice of picking the quarterback. And, man, and they just didn't like his arm, and so they went with Dante Culpepper instead, coming off the knee injury. Brian North joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, talking some football, Super Wild Card Weekend. Brian, uh, you got a favorite to win the Super Bowl this year? Um, no, no, I think this is going to be one of those crazy, weird years where just about any team, you know, any given Sunday, right? So, and I think you're going to throw in all the different things of injuries and weather and home field. and Man, a lot of weather talk this weekend. Buffalo and uh, certainly Kansas City. Oh, Miami doesn't have a shot. (laughs) Go into Kansas. They could have, and they have all those, but there's no way they can go in there. They're just... The warm weather teams going to cold places never, ever, ever, ever work. I heard the discussion today on uh, Pick Central. I was, I was watching uh, during lunch, and they're talking about you know cold, uh, warm weather teams beating uh, cold weather teams. There happened to be a uh, a Eagles fan on the panel, and he was like, "Are you kidding me? Uh, last game of Veterans Stadium, Bucks come in, hammer the Eagles. Uh, that was one." And then they said Mike Vick went to Lambeau and won. And there, there's a few examples, but it seems very few and far between. Yeah, and, and sometimes you know with the Eagles, I, I credit them with losing more than I do with the Bucks winning. <laughs> right. Yeah. Game. But but you know sometimes the talented team doesn't play as well. So. Uh, but no, I, I guess there are occasions when it happens. But I, you'll never have me putting my uh, mythical money uh, on a Southern team going into a, a really cold weather bad situation and winning. The, the Falcons, even that that Eagles Bucks game, I don't remember. I know it was cold, but it wasn't like horrendous windy. Now the the Falcons going into Lambeau and winning that was pretty impressive. That so that's a good counterexample for that. Brian North joining us. Looking forward to a fun uh, sports Saturday where you got your uh, Browns and Texans. Flacco, 16 years older than C.J. Stroud. Love that, uh, Brian. And then um, Tua and, and, and Mahomes playing in the cold. That's going to be a great Saturday. Before that, looking forward to being in a uh, what I hope to be an electric Menchie's Coliseum. Brian, the Pirates have won two in a row. They just won a road game. Trying to win three in a row for the first time ever in AAC play. Now, to do it, they'll have to beat a good team in SMU. But, man, very, very rare to see the Pirates cruise to a road victory like they did the other night. Uh, First one ever in Philadelphia, I believe. And so that that was one that kind of – and I know Temple's not great by means, but still, that's always been the signature of ECU is uh, can't keep players and can't win on the road. So uh, Michael Schwartz has got a – I'd have to look and see the last 10 coaches they've had so far. His road record doesn't seem so bad, or at least it feels like he's won more road games. Now, it could be, again, competition they're playing, and this is a different AAC than it was just a couple of years ago. But still, I, look, when you're trying to build, you take a couple steps backwards, and he was frustrated coming out of the new year, 
And now all of a sudden they've got two nice wins in a row and could do something they've never done before. Winning three straight AAC games is pretty cool. ACC play Saturday, Brian. North Carolina coming off their win over uh, NC State. Tar Heels, one of the top ten teams that was actually able to win on the road this week. Uh, the Four out of the top five lost in college basketball, so it's been a wild week. North Carolina will host Syracuse coming up. NC State trying to bounce back on the road at Louisville. Both of those games at noon. Wake Forest, and I guess everything they do is quiet, but they are a quiet 11-4 and four, uh, right now, Brian, and uh, are coming off a loss to Florida State, but 3-1 and one in ACC play. Uh, they will be at it tomorrow hosting Virginia, who is also 11-4, and four, so that's a good one at Lawrence Joel. Uh, the Dukies will be at home against Georgia Tech coming up 5 o'clock. So uh, you got an ACC slate there. Anything jump out to you? Be careful of NC State coming off that emotional loss at home to North Carolina. Now they have the quick turnaround within two days, and you have to travel for a noon tip-off. Louisville's not as good this year, but I'm telling you, NC State has had some trouble scoring here lately, and so that that one loss could turn into two. So if you're a Wolfpack fan, watch out for that one. Uh, North Carolina at home, uh, Syracuse has been better than I thought they'd be without Bayheim. but uh, they seem to have it going on right now, the R.J. Davis thing. Am I the only one that didn't? know about the rj davis uh caleb love issues that happened last february i'm just learning about all these these rumors that happened between i don't know what you're talking about here recently i do remember just hearing about how the team like hated each other but i didn't know it to be fact are we getting facts coming out now uh facts may not be the right word but there seems to be a little more confirmation lately about you know some all right some some um, competing love interests. How about that? I'll do a little uh, message board reading when I get home tonight. I, I look forward to that. That'll be my drama that I'll watch tonight. Uh, good stuff. Brian North joining us. Pirate Radio Live Line. North, uh, what you got going on this weekend? Resting. Tired. I just, I just been one of these uh, tired starts to the year. I hear you, man. I, yeah. I think with the, the storms going through and uh, coming off the holidays, first full work week of the year. Uh, now this is kind of a, a rest weekend I think and hopefully uh, you know the storms aren't bad tonight and then we can uh, just kind of enjoy some good football and basketball watching this weekend alright will the Luke Schwartz be with us uh, in Minji's Saturday uh, I, if, if he can remember they're playing yeah I believe he'll be there he, oh he forgot he forgot ECU was playing the other night oh okay Luke <laughs> not good no but he'll uh too uh too focused on what is uh washington huskies getting their ass kicked yeah <laughs> uh, i don't know if you saw that um he pulled the young stupid obnoxious thing of taking a bunch of uh station paper and copier ink and making a bunch of w's and signing them and putting them on everybody's computer around the station huh. so and then when they lost, it's funny how what you turn a W upside down, what it turns into, and ends up back on your desk, all piled and stapled and and taped to everything on your desk. So, uh, yeah, 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 these young kids will learn something. They'll learn. You'll learn them, Brian. North, thanks for joining us, man. We'll uh, talk to you next week. All right, sounds good, Clipper. Brian North joining us on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break, come back. We'll have our Fleet Feed rundown, take a look at tonight's action on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. We'll get a national day update and have more for you after this.
listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese, biscuits, and country food around. They are open every day and have two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Shirley Rhodes, intern Alex Aharp, Chon, and look what the cat dragged in. Oh my goodness. Hello, hello. The boy. Hey. Hey. The boy is back. Young Joey in the house. Joey, happy new year. Happy new year. Pirate Radio family. Miss you guys. Miss you. Too, Miss you. Good to see you. Good to what see you surprise. too. I know chat gang will be uh, happy to see you as What's well. What's up chat gang? I miss interacting with you guys. Hope you guys are doing well. Happy new year and uh, health and all that good stuff. Um, Jamie asking, do you want to take the lock tonight? IU coming off a loss, play Minnesota at home. I've looked at that, Jamie. I did. I thought the number was a little, little rich for my blood, but I'm certainly eyeing it, especially coming off that loss, being back at home. It is in my, uh, let's say it's in my cart. You know what I'm saying? I haven't mm. checked out yet. I was going to text you last night. I was watching some late basketball, Gonzaga and Santa Clara. Mm. Took Santa Clara at halftime. Nice. Oh, yeah. What was the score at halftime? Uh, at halftime, they were down by six. Oh, wow. No, no, no. I'm, well, Gonzaga was down by six. Uh, but they were okay. still favoring Gonzaga, so I said, nah, I'll just have nah. Santa Clara close it out, you know? Indiana's favored by four and a half. Yeah, that's fine. We'll do that. They can hit some free throws, win by five. Um, let's take a look at our Fleet Feet rundown presented by Fleet Feet. They run for you. Yes, they do. Hey, spit there. Rhymed. But I was going riff right there for a little bit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we just got done watching riff right videos. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Minnesota at Indiana tonight. One game in the American Rice at South Florida. Come to the box. Thank you, Jeff Nadeau. Uh, Nebraska, Iowa coming up tonight. Boise State. Ooh, Boise State at Nevada. Give me the Wolfpack. Boise State coming off a big win over Colorado State. Great letdown opportunity. That might be my uh, my pick of the night there. Give me the pack. Um, Joey, we made our picks earlier. You texted yours in. Which game are you looking forward to the most this weekend? I actually really I don't understand the whole hype against Bucks winning against the Cowboys. I don't think that's going to happen. But my game, I really want to Eagles. What? Bucks, Bucks winning against the, the Cowboys. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eagles winning against the Cowboys. What, what are, you, are you talking about? Are you talking? The Bucks are playing the Bucks. Yeah. Okay. And the Packers, Packers are the Cowboys. The okay. Got you. So let's let's I've regroup been, here and let's my, say what you're going to say. My game. I want to see Texans Browns. Hold on. I want to know what you were trying to say previously. <laughs> because I've been hearing a lot of Bucks that Bucks are going to win. Bucks are going to okay. win. I don't. You're talking that about the Bucks Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Got you. But I want Texans Browns, and I think the Texans are going to win. That's your favorite game. Yeah. Because I want CJ just to go electric yeah. this year. I, I'm a big fan. Um, that will be coming up. Well, you'll have to watch the second half of that one because you'll be in Minji's. That's true. Big one tomorrow. Pirates playing day. well. I don't think there's any one thing. Was that me? I don't think there's any one thing. 
there's any one thing that could keep me away from NG's Coliseum tomorrow. Who's That's your offensive rookie of the year? I never got to ask you that before I left. CJ. Is it Puka or is it CJ? Oh, forgot about Puka, but it's definitely really CJ. Puka's had the best rookie wide receiver season ever. Nobody's touched those numbers. Texans yeah. are going to have the. You're probably right. Texans are going to have the offensive rookie of the year and probably the coach of the year. <sighs> You're right. Puka made history. Stroud just had a good year. Exactly. Mm. But it'll probably be the quarterback. You think so? Yeah, probably. Uh, But that is a good talking point. Good discussion. Uh, Let's take a look at National Day calendar real quick. Uh, When's the last time you kissed a ginger? Because it is kiss a ginger day. (laughs) I had a ginger girlfriend in uh, my school days. But it's been a while for me. Anybody want to speak up? Uh, freshman year, there was a ginger on my hall. Yeah. Okay. Have nah. you ever kissed a ginger, Chan? I don't think I have. They're good, re- people. They're good I people. I briefly dated a ginger. Yeah? All right. Briefly. Are you a ginger, Alex? You're not I, a ginger. I think I'm going to hug nah. the ginger. Just the beard's red. You have a ginger quality about you. You're very ginger. In the sun, what color is your hair truly? Blonde. Like dirty blonde. Blonde in the sun. All right, well, let's kiss the ginger day. It is National Marzipan Day. Anybody know what that is? What is that? Uh, Isn't that a food or something? Uh, let's see. Confection made primarily of sugar or honey and ground almonds. Ugh. Mm. Sounds good to me. I've never had it before. It's not bad. Well, it doesn't sound bad. It is National Curried Chicken Day. Uh, mm. I haven't had a lot of curry dishes, I will say. What is that? I've Indian had, chicken curry? Yes, yeah. and it's spicy and... Spicy. I, well, it, that might be right up your alley because you do like spicy food. Yeah, I can't handle it. It looks um, that that kind of food's not. It doesn't look appealing to me. It, it it has a very odd smell. Yeah, that's the only thing I can. And so does you Joey, know, <laughs> but in a good it's, way. It's not odd. I was going to say it's not odd. What it's you got, man? Cologne. Joey's got some yeah. cologne Drop on the that day. Cologne name. What is it? Nah, that's I got to gatekeep those, man. You can't, you can't give out the secrets. <laughs> what you doing tonight? Working? Uh, unfortunately, yeah. You weren't supposed to. You go to work smelling to. like that? I do. Okay, man. good for you. It could be way worse. Uh, if you're trying to kick me out, I'd say I would fight to stay in there just so I could smell you. <laughs> oh my! Oh wow! Wow! That's, uh, that's, thank you for admitting that. It is National Pharmacist Day. Oh, Pharm- pharmacist. Pharmacist. <laughs> You've had a great day. Pharmacists are are people who are anti-farmer. <laughs> I'm a pharmacist, oh but it is National Pharmacist Day. I'm going to go to okay. Walgreens and say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's what you should do. There is your national day update on this Friday. Um, let's take our last break. We'll come back, get ready to wrap it up. Jamie said he misses you, Joey. Jamie, I miss you too, man. That's oh. nice to hear. Spread the love. We'll uh, take a break. Come back and say goodbye after this. You're listening.
listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Real quick, let's take a look at your stock market report. The Dow finished out the week down 118 points at 37,592. The Nasdaq rose 2 points at 14,972. The S&P was up three points finished the week at 4783 that's your wells fargo advisor stock market report for a personal look into investing call wells fargo advisors uh today at 756-6900 in greenville wells fargo advisors llc member sipc now back to the show wrapping it up on a friday alex uh feels like you've been around a long time great week man thanks good job I I buddy i think i did all right i think you did all right shirley you have a good weekend I shall. John and Joey will see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, man. Yes, sir. See you tomorrow. Menchie's Coliseum, East Carolina, taking on SMU. Guess the line. I'm going ponies five and a half. Uh, that was my guess for the Tulsa game, which I was right, by the way. Um, I go six and a half ponies. I'm going to go. I'm going to go ponies four and a half. All right. Uh, we will recap it coming up on a Monday. Jason Nichols coming back on Monday oh, sweet. as well. Uh, we'll talk to you then for Shirley Rhodes, A-Harp, Young Joey, Chon, I am Clip Rock, Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.